Hey, welcome to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Pebblebrook Cottage Candles. These are my absolute favorite candles in the whole world, and I couldn't be more happy to do an ad for these guys. Ernie comes to my shop and sells me candles all the time, and he started a website, and the website is pebblebrookcottage.com. If you go to his website and you order some candles, use the promo code HIGHNOTE15 to get 15% off your entire order. So basically, these candles, the reason I like them, they smell better. That's the biggest thing. They smell better than any candle I've ever seen. They smell great, and they have every type of scent you can imagine. It's not just a bunch of like tropical fruity flavors. They, they have a variety. Um, you can go kind of pick and choose different scents for how your mood is or whatever, but also, they don't contain, contain all the carcinogens of most of the other candle companies. Uh, they're all natural soy, so they're not going to leave soot on your wall. And I love the fact that I know where my money's going. It's going to Ernie and his wife. It's not going to some big corporation. And I'm getting a better product. And it just feels great to buy them. I, I absolutely love this guy. And I think you should check out their candles. Um, his wife is wonderful at making candles. He's great at selling them. Uh, anyway, again, that is pebblebrookcottage.com. Use the promo code HIGHNOTE15 for 15% off your entire order. And enjoy the show. Uh, there we go. We're recording. Welcome back, Jack, or welcome. If any, if, Do you think it's possible for me to get any new listeners? I feel like everybody's already heard it, right? It's, no. it's gone viral, right? Yeah, yeah, no? yeah. Yeah, the yeah. world. You've maxed out, man. All of China. At least two right countries. <laughs> I have at least one listener in, yeah. and at least one country that's not here. Anyway... Uh, my guest today is Jacob Muirhead. You might remember him from a couple weeks ago when we uh, had a really echoey, terribly audio, but great otherwise, you know. It was a bad podcast for audio, good co podcast for conversation. Yeah. See, that's, yeah, yeah. also, I don't talk well. So I mean, I enjoyed the conversation. I don't know how anybody else enjoyed it. I got a lot of people, a lot of, out of all the ones I've had, that one and Joey are the ones, and Joey was like my second one. Yeah. It was like Brylin. It was Sean, Brylin, and then Joey. So it was technically my third. And uh, and everybody liked the Joey one and the one with you. And then I've had some – I thought I would get way more people that liked the one with Nicole where we read her DMs. People didn't like that. Mm. They've listened to it the most though. It's been listened to a shitload, but nobody's saying they like it. Does she have a – I mean did she shout out to her Instagram or mm – Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she got a lot of those thirsty dudes that were sending the messages to listen to it and then they were probably ashamed. Yeah. It was cool. There was one about strawberries in her butt crack. And some pancakes or something. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> before we started recording, we were already talking about the coronavirus because that's all that's happening in the whole world right now. And also, uh, I asked Jacob if it's acceptable to make a podcast where we talk about how to make a podcast better. And he said that's fine. And he's the authority on these things. So Yeah, <laughs> so, I am. Um, <clears throat> but for real, I, I messaged Ashley. My He's a guy named Ashley, and he's not Australian. It's weird as fuck. But... <laughs> I messaged Ashley and I asked him, like, <clears throat> shit, my throat's a problem today. I gave him a list of things I didn't like about how it was going. Like, I, the audio quality, I know I needed to just keep slightly tweaking shit and eventually I'll figure it out. And then if this thing makes really good money, eventually I'll get such good microphones, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But until then, it's like, work with a $40 mic and don't waste a bunch of money on something that's just for fun. Um, so... Audio quality, we didn't really talk about. And then he said, you know, go be a guest on podcast to learn about podcasting. I think that was a great idea. And then the other thing is I'm still trying to learn how to have a conversation that seems natural, that isn't actually a natural conversation where I'm not just talking 
and then I give you a chance. And that's probably my biggest challenge. But what else, what else can, what would you recommend I do or any podcaster do to like, what's the ideal podcast? I think, I think being on one is a great decision. It's like with a lot of disciplines that uh, eventually you'll hear, you'll hear something in the conversation that kind of clicks if mm-hmm. you're on a podcast. Right. And then um, with any luck, that'll just kind of stick in your brain. Cause right now you're just re- like, regurgitating, repeating right. uh, everything that you've heard before, but you've never practiced it. So right. It's, 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 it's like I'm trying unique. to learn to play guitar, but I only have a few albums to listen to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of exactly. weird. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want to copy anybody outright, but I think it's been brought up enough on here. Obviously, I'm a fan of Joe Rogan's podcast, so yeah. that's going to have – I probably wouldn't know about podcasting without him. Um so there's that. So I'm going to accidentally – and I realize like after a podcast sometimes I'll be like, dude, I fucking heard that on the Joe Rogan experience three days ago and then brought it up on my podcast. Like, And I think it's subconsciously I think that's going to be what gets my thing to click. My thing is I just want – I just want a, like a lot in the listenership. I'm not trying to get fucking famous. I'm not trying to make it huge. I just want people around here to listen so it can kind of replace news radio type thing and I can talk to people – that are cool around here because people think Lawton sucks. Yeah. Uh, which, you know. <clears throat> you know, it, 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 it's it's justified. <laughs> it's not the best. Yeah. But, I mean, there's tons of really cool artists here. There's tons of cool people here. There's also, like, that whole – I think last time we talked about it a lot. Like, you're a bartender and people come into the bar and tell you, you know, what are you doing in Lawton? What are you doing at a bar? Why don't you get a better job? And it's actually a great job and you're a very interesting person and it yeah. pays decent and it gives you a lot of freedom. And they're just looking at numbers. They're not looking at anything else. And there's a lot of people like you in town, and I can talk to them and highlight the fact that not everybody sucks, not everything sucks, you know? Yeah, there, um, there's there's a fair amount of suckage here, yeah, but... There is some suckage. But there's suckage but, everywhere. Yeah, there is, man. There's suckage in the, China, The world's sure. a terrible place. Well, the world is, but there's like three or four parts of the world that are not terrible. Yeah. Uh, Newport Beach. Okay. Uh, Where's up, that? In California. Okay. So if you leave Newport Beach, it sucks. Because, like, California is hard for people like – like, I talk shit about California, but at the same time, I like it. It's just, like, a hard place for somebody like me to go because I can't wait six hours to go a mile and a half. I'd rather just walk it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I I will never understand that about traffic. Yeah. It It doesn't make sense. absolutely ridiculous. Also, why not just have – like, motorcycles are dangerous, and I don't ride a motorcycle, but why not just have a fucking motorcycle? If you're going to live where you got to wait an hour and a half for the car in front of you to move every fucking day, or you could just split lanes. No. It's where China's winning the winning the war on traffic right now. I mean, they have motorcycles <laughs> and scooters, yeah, and probably eighty lane highways. Do they have the rotisserie parking like they do in Japan, where you like park and it like? Oh, it, I'm sure they do, dude. That but, shit's wild. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't understand why we don't have more parking garages that are underground. Um, still working on that. Like we have parking garages, we stack them up really tall, and there's not even one basement level on most of them. Like they're like ground level and up. Is there a reason for that? I don't know, man. Because I feel like you could you could do like twenty floors pretty easily if five of them were under. You'd have fifteen. Like I just feel like structurally speaking, it's better to have a basement to things. I, I think it's just money. Just money. Just yeah. Digging a hole is expensive. Digging a hole is expensive, man. It's, what if it's a lot cheaper to build up? <laughs> is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I figured it would be cheaper to do like somewhere in the middle because let's say you want to make it fifteen stories, put five below Earth and ten above. No. And then structurally speaking, you have like the earth as part of your, I don't know. I've never built a parking garage. Oh, you just think about it. Just, just if you're building up, all you're fighting against is air. 
Right. And if you're building down, you're fighting against the weight Pressure. of the Pressure. Okay, yeah. yeah. So in my head, I was thinking you're using the earth as stability somehow. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah. So let's build. I built a basement once. I've never built a basement. Yeah. How hard is it to build a basement? It's not fun. It's a lot of digging. <laughs> did you? No. <laughs> so also, do you think during the coronavirus thing, uh, Trump's going <clears> to <throat> close off the borders to every other country permanently somehow, and we're going to have like a really hard immigration system or anything weird like that? Uh, I... I... I think that our immigration system right now, unpopular opinion, is one of the most lax immigrations in the world. I think that we might get up to standards of other countries that we respect. Yeah. Like if America got to the immigration standard of Canada. Yeah, Canada is nuts. I would uh, – it would blow – and nobody ever talks about it. Uh-uh. But Canada has, has like the strictest immigration in, yeah. in the world. If you have a DUI, you can't go into Canada. You uh, see, I thought that was just you couldn't go live in Canada, and then I was like, no, that's you. No, can't, you can't visit. I can't visit Canada if I get a DUI. Yeah, which is crazy because I've been to Canada and I've actually been charged with a felony, but it didn't stick. I didn't even make it to trial. It was like the cop was a fucking idiot. Yeah. So I thought that might stop me from going to Canada, and I, but I know a guy that he has a DUI and some fucking charges and shit, so he can't do conventions there. I probably would have a hard time becoming a permanent resident of Canada. Like, I think I could move because there. The, because of the felony that I got No, I'm just or... saying just because I'm a tattooer with, like, regular money and regular shit and nothing. It doesn't look like I have a lot to offer their country. I feel like you have to, like, qualify for certain shit. But yeah, I absolutely. It is. Yeah. So they'd be like, well, what are you going to bring to the table? Uh, I'll employ three people. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay, cool. Let's, let's Who may get... or may not be Canadian. I don't know at this point. I'm like... going to employ three dudes from Mexico that we snuck over here through two borders, but it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. I don't know if you noticed that you saying digging a hole, I accidentally segued to immigration. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's who digs holes usually. It's people that didn't get yeah. born here. And it's crazy. Like, like I don't, I don't know how immigration works coming into this country because I was born here. But what I do know is everybody has a lot of complaints about how we're we're not letting people in. And then like you said, Canada, I've never heard anybody complain about it, but I also don't live there. Yeah. But here you can pretty much, from what I understand, uh, get a visa like a to visit. Oh yeah. Super Come easy to here. get for the most part. Yeah. For 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 yeah. Uh, visiting. Yeah, visa. get a yeah. get a job. Um like so get a temporary work visa, get a job, and then extend that visa and then figure out the whole green card thing. I don't think it's like super crazy, right? Or how, like, I don't know how it works. Yeah. that. I know I, one person that's, she's just got her green card not too long ago. Who, who's that? Uh, uh, but you don't have to say No, names. it's somebody I know yeah. that's lived here forever and she's legally here. Like yeah. there's no, no laws being broken, but her green card went missing in the mail and there's, there's just all these little hangups and she's. I think she was a Canadian resident, but she's lived here her whole fucking life, like since oh. she was like seven, but she lived in Canada yeah. for a little while, maybe 12, I don't know. She was like young when she moved here and she's going to listen to this and be like, dude, you have no idea about my life. I'll be like, oh shit, <laughs> I know that you've been to Canada. Well, thanks for coming to America. Yeah. I, I, I love it when Canadians come to America. It's like uh, it's like in, in the North Americas, it's like that little victory that we get. Like, one person liked us. Yeah, I don't think a like, lot of them do. I was trying to think of if I've ever met a Canadian person that moved here permanently. I know of a few. Like, Jordan Peterson, he lives in the States now, right? And he's Canadian? Yeah, I think so. That's one. Yeah, that's one. Uh, Drake? Does Drake live? No, he lives in, like, Toronto still or something, right? I hope so. I think he has a big-ass yeah. mansion in Canada. We need to keep him over there. 
That's a. <laughs> well, I'm, he, I'm, I'm not a fan of Drake. But he started at the bottom, <clears throat> so if he was here, <laughs> that could be good. Uh, this is this. That was my attempt at being funny. I'm way funnier off mic. I've noticed. I'm hilarious when you can see my face. Yeah, it wasn't gonna not say funny with audio. Yeah. Not funny at all. When you set up some cameras in here, man. No, see that was my idea is good though, right? Yeah, For yeah. The chairs. Yeah, so, just just do a podcast and, and like be able to throw something. I don't know. What if uh, like like something interesting has to happen physically. Just have for for people to want to watch. I mean, we over. could always have Egypt come for every episode. He could come here. He has dreadlocks mm-hmm. and hide in the floor, and then randomly his head could pop up from like where my belly button's at, so it looks like he's been <laughs> sucking my dick the whole time. <laughs> he would do it too, not um, suck my dick. He would do the fake. See, dick. this is perfect because I, I saw you doing the motion, and I was like, he's gonna make a dick sucking joke. <laughs> which, if people were watching, that would be better from the imaginary camera, which I'm now yeah. pointing. Uh, Dude, I point into the computer when anything's outside of the room. I realized I point at the computer because that's where – that's my window to the outside. Like that's, I – it's yeah. fucking bizarre how my brain works. Speaking of COVID, I mean, oh, that's, that's everybody's window to the outside. It really right is now. now. Yeah. Um, but for real, two chairs like I, after COVID's over, get another chair. And uh, my problem with this is I still need to make it where when a guest comes to town, I can pull everything out and tattoo. But I feel like yeah. I could put a chair there and a chair there. And a little table, like, bigger than this with the mics on it where they're coming out like this to two people. See, this is where camera would be great, Yeah, right? yeah, I, was, yeah. I was thinking. And then uh, and then we're both sitting there and, and the camera – like, we're sitting kind of facing each other, but the camera's over there. I feel like it would be better, and then that would add a YouTube element to the thing, and then people that want to watch things could watch things. Also, my boy Austin was like, hey, have you ever watched The Breakfast Club? And I was like, no, I have children. What the fuck would I do watching? I don't watch anything. And he was like, well, watch it. It took me about a month. The but movie? I, no, the no. The, it's a, There's a podcast. It's a talk show. Okay. They, I don't know if it's – they call it a podcast or he called it a podcast, but it's it's on TV in the mornings. It's a, a DJ you've never heard of and another DJ you've probably heard his name but don't know who is. And then a guy named Charlemagne the God uh, who's a DJ. And then they have guests usually – like the one he sent me was Ed Sheeran. And basically the thing that he was selling was they're getting drunk, they're having fun. And it was really entertaining. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so if I have drinks for my guest, then I have liability issues. <laughs> if I send them a message and I say, hey, feel free to bring whatever type of beverage you'd like. You'd like, I got mixers here. Yeah. Kind of insinuating if you want to drink, that's cool. And then I give them a ride home or get them an Uber. Yeah. No matter how drunk or not drunk they are. Because <laughs> uh, like the thing is I'm – it's because I own a business. I've always been a little nervous about like somebody coming in here, getting a tattoo. We didn't know they're drunk. They're really drunk by the time it's done uh, because they had like, you know, Jack and Coke in their Sonic cup, not just Jack or not just Coke. Yeah. And then it's kind of too late in the middle when you start realizing they're drunk and then they leave drunk and they say, I didn't want that tattoo. I, I don't know what the fuck was happening. And then, you know, they fucking subpoena my cameras and look, and the lady's like, to a judge, clearly fucked up. And to me, I'm like, ah, oh, I thought she was stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the the hardest part about being a bartender is telling the difference between who's drunk and who's stupid. It's uh, it's difficult, man. Uh, yeah, the, the bars and restaurants here in Oklahoma are protected really well. Yeah. Um, to where everybody has their own liability. Every, every customer is their own liability. I mean, I've served... Sad to say, probably well over a hundred people that have left my bar have gotten a DUI. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say died. I was like, holy no. shit. No, <laughs> no, no. DUI, no. that's not even that bad. Like, you know how many people get a DUI? I think I might be one of five people I know that's never had a DUI, and that's probably just because I don't drink. Yeah, man. I, I don't have a DUI because I, I can cry um, just like that if I get pulled over. <laughs> it's um. You just sob? Yeah. Do you, do you push your uh, chest a little together or no? Normally, I try to make sure I have my shirt off before they get there. Ah, and I then like it's just move. a guy with a shirt off crying and... Do you get? Do you have like a spray bottle to look sweaty first, so it like looks like you were just working out? And you're like extra. No, I should. No, though. yeah, that's yeah. the move. So you just get a little spray bottle. They have these really good ones at Sally's Beauty Supply that you squeeze it like four times, and it turns into this like steady mister, and you just yeah. and just get yourself all sexied up for the cops. I tried to buy a shower head like that once, but it was very expensive. Like mist the water, so you oh use, yeah, use like a tenth of the water, but it's supposed to get full coverage. I don't know. It's, it's, it sounds like a good idea if it rinses you off good, but I use no. too much shampoo. Uh, you know a good way to save money? Not water, but money. Get up a day. Mm. Don't wipe your ass as much. Yeah. One or two squares. You're so so uh, from from the last time we talked, a couple, couple fun points here. No, I had a bidet. Oh, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, we talked right. about yeah. that. Okay, cool. Okay, so so we, we talked right before the shutdown. Like, what was it? Three like Three or four days. Yeah, three yeah. or four days. Um. Yeah, because I remember we were talking about job security and how wonderfully secure our jobs are. <laughs> Just right before. We're going to be but, fine. Uh, this needs to be said, though. That, that, wait, that was month five, five weeks, five, five and a half weeks ago, something like that. I, if I had to guess, I'd say yeah. about five weeks. Yeah. Um, I am on my second roll of toilet paper. Hell yeah. Uh, from that day. Uh, have not had to buy any. The bidet is still beautiful. It's still wonderful. Yeah. Um, and and then while we're reflecting on the last one, uh, it's funny that you talked about drinking because I thought to myself as I was waking up at twelve o'clock in the afternoon. For everyone at home, it is one forty-five now. I thought to myself, I was like, I bet Andrew wanted to do this in the day, so I didn't bring wine again. No, 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 <laughs> I loved it. Actually, no. The reason we're doing it in the day is because I have a date night with Brandy tonight, and that means we get a sitter at four. And we go get takeout from Texas Roadhouse and then go to 32 and eat it and be home by dark because you get a, a $700 fine if you're out at 11.01 and you don't oh, have yeah. a fucking thing that says you're essential. Yeah. Which that part I can't wrap my head around. Like why – how is it helping – I think that's just a control move. How does it help fucking not spread a virus to have people inside at dark? Oh, it doesn't. Like, it, it doesn't, doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have a very strong – uh, standpoint on on the fact that I think that a majority of Lawton City Councils should be tried for treason after this is all over. <laughs> um, is that bad? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. That's that's uh, uh. So my game plan is if if I get pulled over because I've been driving after eleven. Oh, and like, you haven't had a problem yet? No, not not yet. Oh, I almost went out to get Brandy a drink last night just to push it, and I was like, yeah. I gotta use that ATM a lot for seven hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get a lot of. I gotta get some side jobs. But all the, uh, I don't know. Like all, all I saw, all I see is cops whenever I drive yeah. around. Like there's, there's nothing other than cops. Or at like twelve o'clock, the fast food workers will, will be driving around. Um, but yeah, I just go to listen to music in my truck and just do something that's not in my studio apartment setting right. at home. I still don't go to sleep till four o'clock in the morning. Um, but my, my game plan. And this might be a bad game plan. I don't know. I always have some sort of bag inside my truck, like a gym bag uh, or something like that. And I'm just going to tell the cop I'm leaving town. You know the cops are going to hear this, right? Yeah. <laughs> just Good. one. That's fine. Use it in court. Use it in court. Good luck, bitch. 
be like, this guy. That was the thing. Like a lot of people when I I, I used to, as you know, be very uh, conservative as to what I put on the internet, and like I still am weird about stuff involving my kids. Like I, I have like a limited uh, Instagram thing that my kids are on, and yeah. very rarely do you see them on my tattoo page. Um, but for me, not so much anymore. Like I used to think for business reasons, don't cuss on the internet. Don't, don't let anybody know that you've ever thought about smoking weed or, or that you have committed any kind of crimes or that you own guns or anything that could possibly turn into controversial. And then I just kind of gave up on all that bullshit. And I realized people definitely don't care like oh, no, at no. all. No. But my only concern with the whole podcast, thing, like, it's called high note. Uh, I've made it very clear that I smoke weed on here. If anybody wanted to make me look like a fucking druggy bad person in the process of like a lawsuit or something oh, yeah. like that, refer straight to podcast. It, it would be a good place to go to be like, look what a pile of shit this guy is. Cause you could just get the highlight reel. Yeah. But think about how many new listeners you would get. Oh, dude, that's a good move. Yeah. So what you're saying is, I, I mean, should some go, really high up people. What kind of crimes should I commit to make that happen? I, sodomy. I think it's still legal in Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> just, just sodomize somebody consensually that's cool with it. Like, yeah, I mean, hopefully your wife. Oh, no, no. okay. I was, I was like, who am I supposed to sodomize? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, so she's not going to consent to sodomy. Uh, but yeah. according to state law, I'm guessing that doesn't matter now. No, I'm joking. Have you seen there's an episode of Law & Order? This dude, it was based on a true story, as all episodes of Law & Order are. And then they say this is not based on a true story mm -hmm. to not get sued. Um but there was a guy that he was married to a lady that did not like him and was trying to leave. He was very abusive. And he was raping her consistently for a long period of time. And yeah. then somebody found out about it. And he said to a cop, knowing it was a cop, yeah, too bad you can't do anything. She's my wife. And, like, admitted he raped his wife and thought, like, you're not going to get in trouble because you married her. Um, and that goes back to my whole upbringing that's been very fun what is it about super religious people and owning the wife that and and because I haven't found that part of the Bible that says they have to do whatever I've heard obedient that's yeah. about it yeah no um I don't know man I've, I've read the Bible like way too many times uh specifically the book of Matthew it's a solid book I think it's the best uh, but you already have to be deep in it. To, oh, okay. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, you're gonna not going to get that deep into it. Balls deep in, in religion before. I've never been balls deep in the Bible. No. I've been balls deep. Well, we don't need to go where all of it. I've been never a refrigerator either. Uh, <laughs> I have so, no clue what that means. You, 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 oh, never mind. Uh, mm. You've never just like squeezed your wiener in the fridge? Never. Okay, so when you're a teenager and your parents leave town, mm -hmm. if this ever happens to you again, you put your dick in the fridge. And you just shut the tip of your dick in the fridge. That's it. Okay. It's a move. Uh, but you just don't want to go balls deep in the fridge. You ever seen those? Um, that's getting way off topic now. But those uh, those like no balloons that you slide into car doors to pop them yes. open. Okay. It's like a like a blood pressure cuff for uh, yeah. a window. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you do with the fridge? Basically. You just you just <laughs> stick it in there all willy nilly and wait wait <laughs> to see if you can get the light to come on. Yes. That's exactly. <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah, the, so the light's usually already on. I don't know what you're working with. But, <laughs> but the lights, the, the goal is to see if you can get it to swing into the trash can. <laughs> so you pump it, you know, like, did you ever lift weights with your dick when you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've done it. Okay, I was just checking. I didn't know if that was weird or not. Yeah, I didn't lift any, like, dumbbells or anything. But, you know, you hook something on it, you lift it. I like to, like, put the computer on my lap on the 
thing, and then Brandy will be watching the show next to me and just move the computer with my oh, dick. Oh, God. TV remotes. Fucking... Do anything. Yeah. And you know how girls, when they're pregnant, they'll put, like, a remote or a phone or something to video so you can see the kid kicking on their stomach? Yeah. Creepy. I try to use my dick as if it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's kicking everything. Uh, you can, I mean, this. you could put this saran wrap thing on there. What, oh, shit. Whatever you got to do. See, again, video. So video, yeah. we need to make a list. Video, number one. I need to start doing video. Andrew just hit the microphone with his dick, by the way. Whoa. While trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that thump was that you heard. <laughs> the cardboard. <laughs> uh, video. Uh, more conversations like this with less planning, I think is good. So yeah. far, I'm enjoying this one. Uh Hope coronavirus is over in less than a year so I can talk about something else. Yeah. Okay, cool. Making yeah, progress. That's about it, man. That's it. So yeah. this is a whole episode. Um, we should we we should challenge ourselves. Okay. We should attempt to stay on one topic for five minutes. Five minutes? All right, five let's do it. Five minutes straight. We got to so pick a topic. You pick a topic, I'll set the timer. Yeah, we'll just do a trial run here. Um, All right. Uh, that's clock in the phone. Clock. What's, what's something that we both Timer. Need? Homeschooling. Here, I'll throw some subjects at you. You tell me okay. what we're going to stay on for five minutes. This is going to be a fun exercise. Uh, homeschooling, okay. religion, immigration, coronavirus, uh, travel, sodomy. Okay. So we've covered all but two already. So, oh, shit. So. That's all. We, yeah. So uh, sports. <laughs> so, I don't well, like sports yeah, much. I mean, travel, travel and homeschool. Travel and homeschool. Is that one topic? Yeah. Let's do them both at the same time. Being a homeschooler that travels now. Yeah. Got it. Do Ready? You think, yeah. Go. You think there's a correlation between uh, traveling and homeschool? Uh, <laughs> I, I I mean, I grew up here. You grew up here. <laughs> Trying to pack it all in. You are. Minutes. <laughs> we can go past five minutes, man. Oh, we don't we, have to hurry. Yeah. Like. Okay. Yes. Yes, I do see a correlation. Yeah, because I don't know anybody else that nope. that recreationally leaves the country. I know three or four people, and all of them are they were wealthy, as mm-hmm. or not wealthy, but at least their parents made you know three hundred th- thousand a year or something. So they had, they developed the ability to get addicted to it at yeah. a young age. Um, aside from you and I, people that came up normal financially, like neither one of our parents were broke. Neither one of them were like above fucking, you know, the, well, they're above 1% probably because yeah. that's nothing now. But, yeah. <laughs> but n- nobody, neither one of us was raised in a way where it's like, oh yeah, we could just fly to fucking Brazil anytime we want. Like yeah. it was always had to be planned out and saving and all that. So I never – I went to Canada as a kid once, and I barely count that as leaving the country. Was that pre or post 9-11? Pre-9-11. Pre-9-11. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it was – you didn't need we, a passport. So. Yeah, we didn't need a passport. Yeah. We – I rode on top of an ice chest in a Toyota Camry, and we did not stop to sleep. We just stopped, like, to get gas and yeah. food. Uh, so I was riding on one of those little Coleman ice chests. It's, like, this big in the back of a Camry. It was the worst shit ever. I couldn't feel my legs. My whole ass was fucked up. Welcome uh, to Canada. And then we bought, <laughs> we bought, <laughs> I believe it was Costco, but we bought containers the size of like, man, what's something that's this big so I can put it in the audio? This is why video is good. A 32 ounce Coke. Four or more containers of Tylenol with coating, the size of a 32 ounce beverage. Yeah. Um, and then I don't remember much after that. <laughs> that's uh. It was fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so so you knew that you could travel. Yeah, I knew it was a possibility, and, and I didn't notice the difference except for titties on TV because there was a news station. The weather girl had her titties out, and I pretended I didn't like that. <laughs> so my mom didn't get mad, 
and I thought about that every day for probably five years. Okay. Okay. So, so when, uh, when did you realize that you could travel as an adult? Uh, when did you get your passport? Okay. I actually didn't get my passport until I was probably like 24, 25, okay. about probably 24. I wanted to go to Italy. Uh, it was either Italy, Ireland, or, uh, Spain were my top three. And I was just kind of price shopping tickets and shit. And then I just told Brandy, hey, we can't, like, that's our big hangup. We can't fucking leave the country without a passport. So let's get that. That way there's one less thing in our way. And then it was still a year before we ever left the country. Yeah. Um, but leaving the state, I realized when I was looking for a way to get a tattoo license in Oklahoma, how fun it was to just drive to different places. Like, I drove to New Mexico to try to yeah, get a license man. and all this different shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, I didn't realize how, how fucking amazing it is to travel the states. Yeah. Until, until like, two years ago when I went on a terrible road trip. <laughs> it was a great road trip, just with terrible people. Yeah. And usually, <laughs> Dude, go, I know it sounds really stupid, but go on road trips by yourself or with, like, one person. Yeah. Like, you and your brother, if your brother wasn't all over the place already. No. Just, or if I didn't have a gang for a family, like, you and I could take a week and just go somewhere and, like... You get drunk, I get high, we yeah, fucking chill, we meet a random dude at a bar that's fucking hilarious, and then we talk him into, like, painting his stomach, like, with a butt on it, and put him on a bus and send him to a different state, and, you know, go rappelling without ropes. You know, you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's called suicide. That's just jumping off cliffs. We but can do backwards. That, but... It's backwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the difference. I don't... So you don't see it coming. What is it called when they repel forward? There's a name for it. You jump off like face first. Because it's actually, Ugh. it's scary because like you, if you, your weight's already up top. Your yeah. legs aren't as heavy as your torso. And then you tip forward. And if you stop late, you hit your face. Yeah. And I've watched dudes try to be cool and shoot down forward. And they'll stop, you know, three, four feet above the ground, and they keep trying to get closer and closer competing with their friends. And I've seen, like, five dudes smack the shit out of their face. But they had already slowed, you know, it's just Andrew, a concussion. Andrew. What's what, up? What, 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 what? I'm on drugs. <laughs> you Sorry. lost track. You lost track of the conversation. Did we meet our five-minute mark? We're at – no, I'm still talking about traveling. That's something I learned from traveling. Traveling downhill very quickly. Tra <laughs> <laughs> I, we were 27 seconds away when you said that. Oh. That was a good – okay, let's try again, though. We'll stick to traveling for another five minutes. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, Let's just yeah. fucking restart this shit. Uh, cancel. Start. Boom. Right. Another five minutes. Ask me a question. Okay. What's the hardest part of going to a place where you don't speak the language? Uh, getting food for the first time. Just the first time be really hard if you were vegetarian <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah uh so i, I spoke in our last podcast how i, I was kosher for seven years mm -hmm. the only reason that i am not kosher anymore is because i went to spain and i read up like a couple of internet articles that said uh if you go to spain being a vegetarian they're not gonna understand you and I was right like, well shit they're not gonna understand me already i don't speak spanish <laughs> So, like, in trying to ease that, I, I sat down at Leo and Ken's and ate a pound of bacon, like, oh, two shit. weeks before I went. And Why didn't you just eat, like, a few strips every day for breakfast for a month like a normal person? Because I go hard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, when you were in Spain, um, do, do you ever have the same thing that I have every time I go to a country that's not here? I want to move there, but I realize how silly it is because there's immigration. There's getting financed yeah. for a house. There's new credit score. There's Yeah, it's weird, man. I, I, um, I've always said that if I found a country that I thought was legitimately better than America, I'd move. And a lot of times I get involved 
like I, I go and I sat down and get involved with the community and like I, you know I'm just staying at like little hostels yeah. or something in tiny little villages uh, in the north of Spain and I'll sit there have nothing to do for a couple of days and during that couple of days I'm like holy shit I, I could do this I could do this the rest of my life um, but yeah that, that's that's the thing that pops up is immigration like what what skills do I have that they would yeah. ever want me here um, well, Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, no. Uh, I don't know. That the, might have been it. One, it's not the biggest, but one of the other things for me is like gun laws, weed laws, uh, laws regarding um, fucking school. Like, if they have an online school system, if their school system is going to be as good as here, if I could enroll my kids. Like, let's say it was Ireland. My kids speak English. That's the language there. I could yeah. enroll my kids in an Irish school. I don't know how that would work in Spain. I think it would be great if they could pick up on Spanish good enough that they go to school and at school they speak Spanish and at home they speak English. That way they'd be super bilingual by the time they're like 15. But all those different factors come in. And then honestly, here's like the biggest list of shit that stops me. Uh, I own a business. People work there. Yeah. My mom wants me at her house every second Sunday of every month that there's a birthday. And I was raised to not be a dick. Yeah. So I go to my mom's house a lot. <laughs> and it's like just like I feel like if I uproot and do something like that, it'd just be really cool when I'm here visiting. Yeah. But then I realize it would not be cool. I would have 30 people that are like, hey, man, when are we going to hang out? Are you coming to my house? Are you coming to my house? That wouldn't otherwise have kicked it with me at all if I was already here. Yeah. But I would like I would have to catch up with you. I would have to catch up. And we, actually, you wouldn't ask me, but I would be like, hey, we're going to catch up anyway. <laughs> but uh, I would have to go to my mom's house and spend a little more time there, and I'd still be trying to work because that would be the reason I'm back home is to fucking take care of my clients here. So, like, moving anywhere very far seems crazy in reality, but I love crazy, and I love the idea of not being in the same spot for too long, oh, even yeah, though I yeah. anchored myself with, you know, a mortgage and two shops. Yeah, I, I thought about this just the other night. Like, my ability to get up and leave the country for a couple months is, <laughs> is so fucking easy for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, it's I, I plan a, a – a month out, I'll have solid dates, and then then I'm just gone for two months, and I, I fuck around, and I yeah. get back. But, like, even having the thought of leaving this state, like, permanently, like, to, to, to come back home to somewhere that's not Oklahoma, yeah, freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, and, me too. Like, I love the idea of it, though. Yeah. It sounds great. And then you go, hmm, well, if, if there's an emergency, who's going to watch my kids? If there's a fucking storm, like let's say we move to a different state where there's going to be a hurricane instead of a tornado, no. do you, you don't do a fucking underground shelter for a hurricane. Mm-hmm. I don't know the protocols I for this you, shit. I think you die in that scenario. I think you just die, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people in Florida, they're not dead, but yeah, I think that's because they're, is it the meth? Are they like hurricane proof? Does meth make you hurricane proof? I have no clue. I think it could. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that there's science that backs that. There's got to be science. Yeah. Have you have you bought a tiger yet? No. Okay, that's related to travel, and here's why. Have you been to India? Yes. Is that where tigers are from? Yeah, Bengals and things like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think all tigers are India, and then uh, Africa's like lions and uh, hyenas mm, and shit, right? That might be right. I think so. I did not see a tiger in India. Okay, uh, that was going to be my question. Yeah. Is like, did have you ever been anywhere where, you, like, for real though, have you ever been anywhere where you saw an animal where you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, uh, Sri Lanka was like my first. That was my oh, first. Shit, uh, we did it. Oh, five fucking minutes. We did it. We'll do more. Okay, Sri, Sri Lanka. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that, that was my first country that I went to with like a completely different ecosystem than anything that you're used to. 
Yeah, what's the weather like there? What is it, like a jungle? Uh, yeah, okay. I, it's just hot as fuck constantly <laughs> and muggy all the time. Um, yeah, I, I went to a, a town called Candy, Sri Lanka. It was like my first town off the off the coast in the big city. And the, the big city, I'm using air quotes. I mean, uh, Colombo, Sri Lanka is a really weird place. At no point do you feel like you're in a big city. You just feel like you're in a shit. Like a bigger like, shitty town? Yeah, like yeah. a really like a big large, shit town. A large shit town. Yeah, like with different levels of shit that smell. <laughs> just See, it's it's awkward. That's man. the other thing. Like I have this, I don't know. It's the thing that makes you want to go everywhere and see everything and experience everything, and then that's the only thing that makes me like Lawton is coming no. back home. Like leaving is the only thing that makes me like it. Yeah. Um. So when I go places like let's say I went somewhere like that. I'm going to look back on it and romanticize the whole thing and be like, oh, well, it's really cool. And all these people just, you know, living in communities where they're like they have their little garden. And then if you put me there for a year, I'd be like, I want to fucking cut my dick off. I don't there's no Kobe here. I can't go to Kudo or Kobe, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, there's there's, there's no, no Kobe Chick- here anymore. There's no Chick-fil-A. Didn't, didn't you hear? No. What happened? Oh, they changed it to Kudo. Yeah, you're hilarious. <laughs> no, he flew into. Oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh. That would have been way better. Oh, if, God. Okay, here's the thing that's really fucking weird. Kobe Bryant was the oh. biggest thing in the news. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus is the only thing that was bigger than Kobe. And I haven't, until right now, I haven't heard anything about Kobe unless I said something about a helicopter and somebody made an inappropriate yeah. joke in two months. How fucking oh. easily are we manipulated, man? Just... <laughs> So, well, that was that was the oof. thing. I was sorry. We're off the traveling thing. Damn it. We made it over five Hold minutes. On, I, I'm going to get back to okay, the animals. Yeah. Okay. Animals. That's what Let we're me do the animals yeah. real quick. Tell me the animals. Uh, so, okay. So, don't do the animals. That's not appropriate. <laughs> get, get on a train from Colombo to Candy. I think there might have been a medium point in between. Not that anybody knows the geography of Sri Lanka. Nobody listening is going to The Pearl know. of India. Um, and I, I'm just standing around smoking a cigarette. Uh, they have these weird bubblegum-flavored cigarettes, which I've only been able to find in Sri Lanka and India, um, which I was really fucking happy. Side note, when I went back to India, I figured that they might have the bubblegum bubble gum cigarettes, and I looked everywhere for them and finally found them, and then I was really happy. Um, like a can, year Can you year fly with them? Yeah, you could, bring, okay. you could bring 200 back to the States. 200 packs or cartons? 200 cigarettes. Or, so, that- so one carton. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, what is it like? Twenty in a pack and ten in a carton. Yeah. So, so one carton. That's not yeah. much. That's not much. But, but you can make it last. It's enough to get you know a fair amount of kids addicted. Yes. Like that's all you need to do is be like, hey kids, bubble gum. I mean, I'm surprised I haven't seen anybody selling jewels and cigarettes to kids since they made it 21. And I mean, when I say kids, I mean like 18 year old kids. Uh, like, but anyway, what's this animal, man? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's this is why I shouldn't have a podcast. Nobody should have let me get these fucking microphones, dog. Moral of the story is I look up and I see a fucking monkey. I don't know what kind of monkey it is, but I've never seen one. Just ever. Maybe at a zoo. Okay. Like when I was a kid. Yeah, but never never yeah. seen a monkey just chilling like they do in Costa Rica too, right? With the monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, I want there's to go to Costa Rica. Costa Rica or yeah, they had monkeys. So I've been to four countries with monkeys, native monkeys now. <laughs> Um, that you know of. <laughs> that I know of, yeah. Dude, every time we're hiking, the kids are like, Are there mountain lions out here? And I'm like, Yeah. Like, are they gonna eat us? No, you're yeah. probably good. Unpop- <laughs> unpopular opinion is that Spain has monkeys because Gibraltar has monkeys, but that's not part of Spain. Um, uh, but it's like Gibraltar is just this fucking tiny. It's a big enough city to put an airport, and it's owned by the British. So, oh, I didn't know any on, of that on shit. the south coast of Spain. But 
That's, dude, Ireland had some weird shit like that where when you go to, like, once you cross this line, they start using pounds instead of euros. Yeah. And, like, part of it's, and that, like, yeah, you knew that. But yeah. I went out there and somebody was like, you got to make sure you know what kind of currency to bring. I was like, uh, a card that's accepted everywhere. <laughs> like, I'll figure it out. Oh, ATMs? Yeah. I don't know. ATMs. Yeah, like, Belfast would be the capital of this of Ireland and mm-hmm. then uh, Dublin is Northern Ireland. Yeah, like Dublin and the part I was in is considered Northern Ireland. And even and, though it's yeah, all and, one country, it's yeah. like part of its own by. Yeah, Northern Ireland is part of the United Kingdom. Right. Or I might have this backwards. No, I, I think. I, it, okay, Northern. Shit. Yeah. Wherever Dublin is, that's Euros. I can tell you that for sure. Okay. So, and then. Yeah. So Galway, that's in the Republic. Yeah. Galway, still Euros. Somewhere else, not Euros. Yeah. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter. They just don't like that better currency. I don't know which one's better. I don't think... The pound looks better on paper. It looks more valuable. But I think it's a lot more volatile. Well, the thing with currency that's really weird is people say, you know, uh, okay, I don't know what it is now, but let's say uh, a euro cost you a dollar ten. I know at one point it was around that. Right now it's only like a dollar seven. Okay, let's say it's a dollar seven for a euro. So I want to buy one euro for a dollar seven. And then you go to McDonald's, they still have a menu that's probably dollars. I mean, McDonald's is a bad example, but everything yeah, it, just seems it's, to be, it seems like a dollar's, pricing. a dollar's worth a dollar there. Yeah. Like everybody talked about it all weird. It's, you need to know it so you know when you look at a price tag on an item. Yeah. But otherwise it's like, if I worked, I just equate it to how long did I work and how much shit can I buy with that? If I worked for one whole day, then I can buy this. If I worked for one hour, I can buy that. Yeah. And it's very, very close to the same most places I've been. Yeah, it's all very comparable. And and most, uh, if you're traveling through Europe, yeah. oh, God, I can't think of a country that I've been to that doesn't, oh, God, sales tax. Um, Is it- s- sales tax here in the States, like you go and you buy gas or soda or drinks or anything like that. Um and then it's more money, like about 10% more. Well, gas, it's included, right? Oh, yeah, gas. Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah. You go to but, get gas, you go in and buy some things. <laughs> exactly. You're paying about 10% more yeah. than you figured that you would according to the prices. But then you travel over to Europe where you're losing about 10% of your money on the currency exchange. And we're just doing poor kid math. But yeah. you lose about 10% of your current or, uh, value. But then you go into the store and everything costs what the label yeah, says on. it's like taxes included, I guess. Because like, okay, yeah. here, cigarettes and uh, – or all tobacco products, I believe, and uh, gas are the only things I know that you buy that sales tax is included. Yeah. And it's because they have special taxes on them, I think. Um, I would assume tobacco does. I don't know what the deal on gas is, but I've heard that gas is more taxed than anything. Like it's like uh, if you pay $1.25 a gallon – what is cheap as fuck right now, right? Yeah, I filled up last night for dollar yeah. twenty four, like fourteen bucks, eleven and a half gallons, something like that. Oh, I thought you were saying the total. I was like, damn, I'm gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. let me go to that gas station because that's cheaper than water. But uh, yeah, the point is, those things you see the price and you get it, and then when you go to a store, it you buy a thing for if it's a dollar, it's a dollar. And I can't remember any places where they added tax except like at the airport. There were like the little shops and all yeah. that shit because it's. It's for us. That's They're like, oh, we're going to make these Americans feel comfortable. Like, you can tell what they're trying. They're not worried about. This is how fucking egotistical I feel as an American when I go places. I'm like, no, that's for me. Yeah. But I think it really is. I think, I don't think other European countries are worried about this shit. I think it's like, and I don't think the Asian countries are worried about these things. I think it's Americans expect things to be a certain way. So when you're at the airport, it's very American. No matter what airport I've been to, it's always seemed very American. 
except for when I got out of the the big terminal into the like local shit in yeah. one of the one in Italy. It was weird as fuck, and everything was like machines. Where'd you and, find it in Italy? Uh, Bologna. Okay. So it was like DFW to Paris, Paris to Bologna, and then in Paris, the dude at the security line like going in before you get to the part where they check and see where you're coming from and then go oh you're american that's your special line over there where we treat you like shit yeah uh, that was fun <laughs> but before i got there this dude saw a wad in my pocket and he goes what's that and i was like it's, it's cash and i looked at him like bro it's a lot of cash <laughs> like I, I didn't know what to bring and he was like oh you're good and he just kind of waved me past didn't go through anything to make sure it wasn't a fucking bomb yeah it is fucking terrifying how <laughs> how laid back it is see this is the point where we can get in trouble but the amount of shit that I, you could take into Europe yeah it's you just walk through the fucking line a, yeah. a lot of times well, I, I have terrifying. been stopped and I've done the who cares what's gonna happen I don't know like if you can bring it then you bring it to defend yourself against the bad guys it's fine yeah as long as it's not a bomb I yeah just care. like a fuck ton of cocaine to defend myself against yeah. the bad guys bring a pound of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> throw at him be like the power of coke compels you fucking talk but for real like you you could bring a knife yeah and then once you get there you might get in trouble depending on where you're flying in Europe for having the knife yeah like once you get out into a cab and somebody sees the little clip in your pocket they might be like what's that and you might actually have to deal with a police officer I, I always I always check my knives and uh, they've gotten taken once oh you do actually check your knives yeah. I wait till I get there and I just buy one yeah um, I buy one and then I try to fly home with it <laughs> So much harder getting back. <laughs> My theory is if I if I fly home with it, I could have flown out there with it. But I don't like I, – I put it in a check bag. It's not no. like I'm trying to fly with it in my pocket like a crazy person. But I usually don't check anything when I'm entering another country. My my theory on this – or anything is questionable. My theory is I want to go in where they like me. And yeah. I want to have a good experience, enjoy my vacation. On the way back, they're going to send me to America. So I can figure it out. But yeah, on the way out but, there, if they don't stop me for a day, it'd fuck me up. Yeah. If you, if you have like a really cool layover yeah. or something like that, then it's like, oh, man, I could get in trouble here. But then <laughs> if Paris wasn't Paris, I would have tried to get in trouble in Paris because it sounds cool to spend but, a day or two there. Yeah. It didn't look cool. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've been to the south of France. I have no desire to go further, further I, into France. I just know the fucking dude that worked for the airline hated Americans, made it very clear. Everybody there hated Americans and made it very clear. I tried to get a sandwich, but they hate Americans and they made it very clear. And that's pretty much my whole experience. I was there for hours and the guy, one dude, he told me, hey, your flight, you need to be back here in about two and a half hours. Uh, So what you could do is go ahead and leave and enjoy the city, you know, go see the Eiffel Tower and have a meal (laughs) and come back. I was like, you know, I just spent two and a half hours in security because I'm American, right? And he goes, yeah, well, we we have to double check you guys because you know. Yeah, and that's and just he, that's just layover security, right? That that's just like yeah. a, a, tr- a transfer. Yes. Did you did you you didn't get stamped there, or did you get no, stamped? No okay. stamp. Just right. they did have to look at your passport, but the thing is, there's this big line that looks mm-hmm. like it looks like you're flying from DFW to LA, just a regular ass line that normal people go for through. And it's like, okay, if you flew in and you have a connecting flight here, go over there, unless your passport is blue. Yeah. And then go over here or we will fucking shoot you. Yeah. And they have guys with fucking real guns, like M4s and shit. Have you ever gotten a sticker anywhere? Like this little chest sticker? I don't think so. I forgot where I, I think I was transferring through Canada. I think I was coming back home from like Madrid, Toronto to Dallas, something like that. That's um, too much. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, but uh, I, I was coming back home. I know that. I'm pretty sure. 
but I was just transferring and they looked at everybody's passports and they put a sticker on you. <laughs> and they just put it right on your chest like a little gold star, like you've done yeah. something good. <laughs> I would take that bitch but, off. <laughs> like, I don't want a gold star. And then I, I like I've never felt more like cattle. Because then you get to this line and there's no they don't tell you what the sticker is. Right. And then you're just walking and then you get to this like little fork in the road in the little in the breezeway, whatever cause I don't fucking know what it is. But there's just a person in a little red vest, and he's just looking at all the stickers, and they all have different colors, which I didn't even realize at first, and just pointing you in every direction. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm in this group of like 40 other people that got off the same plane, and we all have the same fucking colored stickers on. And I'm like, what's, what's, what's special about us? Then we all figure out that we all have these nice American passports. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, is everybody here American? Yeah. They're like, they couldn't, they couldn't have just like looked at the passports and then said, go that mm-hmm. way. No, cause that would be profiling. But if they give you a sticker, yeah. they don't give a fucking in, in, uh, in Paris, they didn't care. They, they literally told us like, no, Americans have a different, you have to go through a different line because yeah. we have way more strict protocol for you. And I was like, why? So, so that also, <laughs> that also could be an American thing. I hope not, because yeah. I was treated like absolute garbage. Yeah. Like, I fucking hated that whole time in that airport. I've never been anywhere where I felt like everybody hated me. I've been places yeah. where I feel like I'm, like, an outlier. I mean, literally every person that didn't seem to be traveling hated me. All the yeah. fucking, all their security or TSA or whatever the fuck they have, all their cops, all the fucking people at the places with food. I ended up getting food out of a machine because I couldn't talk to anybody yeah. because they like I just wanted to like point it at a menu and pretend I couldn't speak English and try to pretend I was from a different country and just be like ah uh, da 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 and then hand on my card but they know like they it's like how you dress how you walk they figure it out they fucking hated me like real hate I never experienced that level of real hate and I've had people like fucking yeah it's terrible you know. but th- that's <laughs> that's the way the French are why what did uh, I do to them nothing that's what I'm saying. Uh, so and do shit. <laughs> my 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 favorite story uh, about the first time I traveled. Um, so I, the first time I traveled, went to Spain, walked the Camino de Santiago uh, from the south of France to the Atlantic Ocean in a total of 37 days. Just a big recap on uh, on what I think I talked about last time I was here. Um, but yeah, I don't remember what I talked about last. I don't time either. either. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but I also I got drunk, so that's my. I was very happy about that. I yeah. was probably high because it was a day or a night. Yeah. And I'm usually high on both of those. Yeah. It definitely smelled like weed. It always so. smells like weed. Well, wait. Oh, I did one with Mikey Bob before. Yeah, right, oh, before. yeah. I was definitely high. I was definitely high. We probably smoked yeah. like four times before we started. And then, you know, oh, yeah. you never know what happens. So, so I'm starting this hike and I'm like four or five days into it, I think. Maybe even less than that. Uh, I remember I was in a town called Zubiri. So that's, that's like two... Right before Pamplona on this hike, so it's like two days into the hike, and um, I'm setting with this giant group of people that I met. I'm four days into ever leaving the country, um, still completely alone, but met a bunch of friends. So I'm sitting at this table with like ten or ten or twelve people, and it's like this Australian dude, this Austrian dude, a German, Danish, English, Indian, um, this Arab dude. I don't know where he was from. Because uh, he didn't speak any English, but it was still pretty cool. I think it was Pakistan. I think he had green on his flag. But um, and then me, just like a little American, and, and then some other people scattered in, some Germans and whatnot. 
And then we're all sitting at this table and nobody can understand each other properly. English is the median language. Right. So so we're, we're all trying and we're just eating all this food and everybody kind of brought snacks. And it's like this communal meal that we threw together. And then you look over at the table next to us at this little park area that we were at. And it's like 10 or 12 French people. <laughs> and they're all French. And they're all being French. <laughs> and they're walking the same trail as us. Like this dirty, like no one's... I mean, we're showering every night, but no one's really caring. Like, we're going to stink at the end right. of the day. Um, you're not washing your clothes as good as you should. Like, nobody, nobody's really, like, prim and proper. And I don't know where these French people acquired this. And, and this is the magic of the French. <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say the French. but I think you can say the French. This is the magic. Know. We're drinking out of, like, plastic bottles that we we refilled with this $1.50 wine. Or, yeah. Something like Cheap that. wine. Cheap ass wine. Cheap wine in a like water bottle? Red wine that they put in the refrigerator, which you're never supposed to like refrigerate red wine, but you know. I they, didn't know that. Yeah, unless it's just stupid cheap. Um, <laughs> to make so, it. So gas station wine is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. When you say that, like, okay, barefoot, is that that's good cheap wine? Is that something you would refrigerate? Yeah. Because that's what everybody I know drinks is like barefoot shit is apparently like the best for the price that for the, you can for the, get yeah. for almost nothing. Yeah. Be the equivalent to like uh, a high point if they would fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best thing to throw at a person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to get back to this. Let me, did you did you have a, a Caltech 380 yeah. that had the built-in clip? Yep. Okay. Let me get back to that. Yeah. We'll get All back right, to that in a minute. They're pieces of shit. I was going to ask you yeah. about that. Um, anyway. Wine, yes. I refrigerate all of it unless I'm going to eat food with it. Uh, when I eat food with it and it's red wine, then I always keep it room temperature. But um, that's just personal preference. I don't really know what you're supposed to do. But all these French people sitting at this table, uh, they have wine glasses, real glass. On a trail. On a, on a hiking trail. And we don't know where the fuck they got them or if they're carrying them personally or no, if they have like them. a wine porter, which <laughs> is just like they're paying <laughs> – Paying someone to follow him with a little Just, dinette set. Oh, that would be wonderful, though. And like, so I met this guy named Soren, and he's the guy standing next to me at our table. And I lean over to him, and I'm just so fucking innocent. For I was 23, but I was still really innocent, bright, sunshiny to the new world, never seen this shit before. And I was like, "Hey, man, like, I don't want to be offensive here, but is it is it wrong of me just to not like the French?" <laughs> And I'm saying this with a lot of, like, genuine... Right. Like, like, you're like, I wish I could like them, but it's hard yeah. at that point in your life. And yeah. this guy, really well-traveled, third time on this trail. Um, he's like, Jacob, nobody likes the French. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why do you think they're over there? <laughs> but, and, I mean, it, like, do you think that's the thing they're going for? Like, they kind of like it? Like, they're, it's... Like, they're a little masochist? Uh, more like, you know, the, uh, the goth kids with the big baggy pants from like when we were teenagers that are like, they're just, there's like four of them for every high school and they're kind of their own thing. I think their, their way of forming a community is by being something nobody else wants to be around. Yeah. I'm guessing. Does that seem right? Maybe, man. Or maybe they just don't give a fuck, which is fine. They can do that. Yeah. It's fine if they don't give a fuck. I, I, I wish that they would strengthen their ties with Montreal. Um, because the French people hate like 
Quebecians. Yeah, it's that. Quebecs. Yeah, that whole thing is weird to me. The the like uh, French Canadian thing. Yeah, it's a very strange is it, thing. Is oh. the French Canadian thing and the Puerto Rico thing kind of the same? Like French Canadians think that they're French and Puerto Ricans think that they're Spanish, but. No, I think Puerto Ricans know they're Puerto Rican. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I know, I know some. They're pretty confident that they're they're their well, own thing. They believe that their Spanish is a little bit more yeah. oh, high yeah. class than yeah, um, say Mexicans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're. I I'm speaking for the two Puerto Rican dudes that I know pretty well. Uh, so I'm probably wrong, but I think they, as far as language is concerned, it's like. Mexican Spanish is down here. Yeah. Puerto Rican Spanish is the middle ground between that and the refined, uh, like if you were like a, a politician in Spain, yeah. that's like the highest level. They're like regular Spain or below and have a lot more slang. And then Mexican Spanish is like way more slang, like almost all slang. Yeah. Like it, if you learn Spanish correctly from like Rosetta Stone for Spain and then you go talk to some construction workers in Texas that speak Spanish – they're going to make fun of you. Yeah. Like, you're not going to say any words that they'll know what you're talking about, but they're going to be like, what the fuck is he saying? Like, why is he saying all these weird, fancy? It, it'd be the same thing as like speaking like old English to me. Like yeah. if you came from like the Viking days or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I'm going to learn some old English. What's, <laughs> uh, have you, you ever watched that? I think it was like the first or seven, second Impractical Jokers episode where they're at White Castle. I've seen a White Castle episode. Okay, well, yeah. there's one at White Castle where one of the guys had to say everything in Old English, and he's like, two burgers of ham, and it was just fucking stupid, but it made me laugh a lot. So I have no idea why that came up at all. Back to you with Spain, Spanish, French, Frenchies, wine glasses. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, the French are not terrible people. I like their bulldogs, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's 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 you know be sensitive here. What are some things that we like from France? Uh, fries, fries, especially yeah. the ones at McDonald's. Yeah, yep. McDonald's French fries. I think I've had McDonald's French fries in France, and that's not too shabby. They mm. actually did a really good job. Uh, they got that tower thing. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. heard made by the same person that made our Statue of Liberty. I didn't know that. Yeah. Art. In fact, got a lot of cool art. They do have a lot of cool art. How are the ladies there? Are they attractive? Yeah. Do they have hairy pits? Is that really a thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, most of the people that I've met are hiking, so yes. But, <laughs> I mean, did they look like they had not been shaved up into the point of that hike? No, no. They, okay. they, they look pretty prim and proper. And okay. I, I don't think that they smell as a people either. No, um, I don't. Like, I think their cities stink a little. Well, I will say, like, people – I didn't realize how your nose worked until I started smoking weed. Yeah. I didn't really like – that's when you really learn. <laughs> well, okay, let's say um, let's say you wear cologne or body spray or something. You're not going to smell it if you wear the same thing every day. Yeah. Like your body or your nose only senses change in smell. It doesn't sense the smells that are always around you. That would be pointless. Yeah. So I'm guessing most places and people do kind of have a different smell. So to us, like, okay, to me, the human body stinks if it's not perfectly cleaned. Yeah. Like I hate the smell of hair when it hasn't been washed in a couple of days and shit Weirdo. like that. Yeah, no. not a fan of stinky bodies. But let's say you go to Canada, we're going to have pretty much the same culture as far as how we shower and yeah. all that stuff and the food we eat is very similar. You go My somewhere t- else with yeah. different – like people say people in India stink. I, I would assume people in India spell like they eat spicy food. Yeah. Like they, I don't they, think they, it's – I like, wouldn't say it's a stink. It's a different smell. I mean I, so if you're in India, you're around cooking 
like someone's cooking something right. within 10 feet of you all the time. Right. Like, I, yeah, I, I can't actually, I can't say if it's like actually like coming out of their pores stinking or, or if it's just them. like on their clothes, on their skin. Yeah. Just because you can't, you can't walk five feet in any direction. Right. But to the, they don't smell that shit because yeah. it smells the same everywhere to them. So, no. like, same thing when I worked at a gas station or a uh, fucking fast food place. I worked at Wayne's. I could smell it if I like, I would go home, take all my clothes off. I had a separate hat for work. I would put all that shit in a hamper except the hat and then go shower really thoroughly and then come out and the whole room would smell horrible to me. It smelled like a fucking fryer. But I didn't smell that shit till I went in the shower for 10 minutes and was locked away from it. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like they're just used to different smells everywhere, and everywhere is going to have... I mean, fucking New York City smells like garbage. Like, oh, every God. part of it smells horrible. I've never never found a spot where my nose got a real break because it was a constant, like, this new version of garbage. Like, yeah. fishy garbage, shitty garbage, dog shit garbage, zoo garbage, human garbage, yeah. people that fuck each other and haven't showered in a year, garbage. In New York City, they just throw their garbage on the street? Yes. Okay. That's like, they, they literally, yeah. like, litter constantly, and they also, their tra- trash pickup is, like, the guy comes and gets bags for the whole apartment. Yeah. Or a whole building. So, like, on trash day, you'll see piles, you know, higher than a car all down one whole side of the fucking road. Yeah. And uh, that alone is not great. <laughs> it's too Jesus. many people. And, okay, this is – I'm sure you have a better explanation than I have. But I understand there's money and and commutes involved in this. But why do we have so many pockets where it's just dense populations of people and then so many areas? Like, between here and Wichita Falls, you could put 15 fucking towns – that were uh, decent size uh, and not even affect the farms. I'm really excited right now. I've been staring at a lot of maps lately. <laughs> okay. Um, why does that exist? I don't know. I have no clue. Like, it just seems like that's what we do because that's what we do because that's what we used to do. Uh, like, it doesn't make sense. I, I think it's ingrained in a lot of people, like, the human nature just to be next to people. And for some fucking reason, because I can't understand, I would give anything to, to be able to move out to you know, a reasonable 15 minutes away from any given town. Like, I got a spot for you. Okay. When we get off here, I'll tell you some spots. Good. I need it. You know, because I have a steady income right mm-hmm. now. Do you mind? Wind, <laughs> how do you feel about wind turbines as fans for your house? I'm fine with that. All right, cool. I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the cancer. Do you think they cause cancer? Can we attach a 5G network <laughs> tower on top of the wind turbine? Okay. okay. Can we talk about 5G for a minute? I have no clue. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen a couple of the memes, but oh I have no God. fucking clue what this is referring right. to. So this is a – okay. <clears throat> I, I dive pretty deep into some of these theories sometimes. Okay. So you've dove in deep into this I haven't. One. I haven't because I can't because it's too dumb. It's almost <laughs> flat earth. So – 5G networks, yeah. we have them in, I'm going to be wrong, but less than 10 countries, I think. Not a whole lot. Uh, they're not in all parts of all those countries either. There's like 5G somewhere in the States, I think, and there's different countries or whatever. A lot of people believe coronavirus is a cover-up for the symptoms 5G is causing. So if you have the symptoms that are coronavirus, it's actually from being too close to 5G towers or using 5G networks. So that's a real theory. And at the point of, okay, we put a new technology out there that sends out fucking radio waves or whatever the fuck, satellite shit, whatever the signal is, 
I understand new things are always scary to people, and I understand microwaves were a huge concern for people a long time ago. Yeah. And fucking cell phones. Remember when phones were kind of new and they started selling those blockers so you didn't get brain cancer? Yeah. Okay. And little lead things you put in your pants so your dick didn't rot off? Yep. Yeah. Turns out none of that's that big of a deal. Now, we do have a lot of people that end up with cancer, but cancer is getting progressively more treatable, and I think it's because they're able to catch it early. I don't think we're really seeing that many more cases per capita. I think it's we're catching them. Yeah. But I'm not sure, and I'm not a fucking doctor, so I'm sure I'm going to get an email. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, But here's the thing. They're saying 5G is causing coronavirus. So... The easiest explanation to shut that down for everybody that I've seen, and I've seen it in meme form only, is if there's X amount of countries with 5G, but like hundreds and hundreds of countries have a huge coronavirus problem. How did the coronavirus get from, I don't know, let's say the United States to a country that has never had anything 5G in it at all, no. where people are dropping dead? And... The argument that people came up with was fucking automatic. They were like, oh, well, it's still contagious. Just you carry the radiation with you. And it's like, okay, so you, you're saying a person got coronavirus from radiation, but it's not coronavirus. They're saying it's like a different thing. We're just – that's a cover-up. And then they hopped on a plane and they flew somewhere and then they spread their radiation-based yeah. sickness to everybody. And it's – I. I just can't imagine that being possible. If only they could spread the 5G. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. if could if, you imagine walking around just being a 5G hotspot? Be like, yo, fam, like, man, let me get that password. Yeah, like I know this guy's gonna die someday, or like in a couple of days. But no, can, he's not going to. Can he's you gonna, get... He's gonna live forever. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> this is the new. This is the new thing. Girls with fat asses mm -hmm. put the double the network, double the ass cheeks. And then they use their cash app as like advertisement. They put cash app me for my password on their pants. Like remember oh, how they used to say yeah. juicy back in the day? Yeah. And then you could you see that fat ass and you know it's 5G. And the more it jiggles, the stronger the signal gets. So you got, <laughs> so you got an excuse Follow to be right behind them. Dude, fastest network ever. And then you go to the strip club and your fucking phone explodes. But other than that, it's great. This is a real thing. I, be I, I believe it, man. It's possible. But no, I'm just saying, do you think there's any possibility that it's fucking 5G and it's not a virus or that, no. it, that 5G would cause it? Like, that doesn't, to no. me, I can't imagine that being real. But, but uh, okay, so so our town, town of about 100,000 people, we have 60 cases. Oh, that's right way now. more than I thought. I thought we had like four. No, we had four like a month ago. Uh, I haven't looked in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay, man. Like, so... But we have 60 cases, so and, and we opened up retail. Yeah. Like, the mall's open. The mall's open? Again? Yeah. Yeah, they opened the mall. They said, you know what? You know what we should do? We should make it where people that are one-on-one -on -one with one person, we shouldn't even give them the option to make it a maximum occupancy of, like, four people per tattoo shop or nail salon or hair salon or whatever. We should just make it where people can buy shoes because people need Jordans. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I went to Walmart. Um because I needed uh, shoestrings, these shoestrings, which dope. they don't sell at Walmart, by the way. Where'd you get them? Uh, Amazon, eventually. Amazon has dope shoestrings. Shout um, out to Amazon. Use promo, promo code I915 <laughs> for nothing off your fucking <laughs> shoestrings. But it was it was during, uh, you know, our Lord and Savior Stan Booker um, decided to stop selling pants at Walmart. <laughs> And yeah. So I go in there because I need shoestrings as a necessity. These broke and these, right. I they wear hold these, your shoes on your feet. So I you can walk. wear these boots every day. Yeah. And um, 
I, they wouldn't let me into the little section. <laughs> and I was like, this is a fucking necessity because I'm, I can't wear my. Well, also, what if you wanted to lighten the load on the ER and hang yourself with them? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they should let man. you in. You know what I mean? And you could buy a gun, but that's expensive. Yeah. You only need a shoestring. A good, solid. <laughs> that's two suicide jokes in one episode. We gotta stop. <laughs> But for real, like, that's fucking stupid. When they said, okay, and I talked to my dad about this because my dad's, like, super fucking logical about these kinds of things. He thinks in numbers, so he's really fun to talk to about this stuff. But we both agreed, which means this is a rarity. We both agreed it's stupid to have Walmart and Dollar Tree and Dollar General and Family Dollar, all those places open, and not Dick's Sporting Goods and Academy and all that because people are going to – all the other stores that you, you're just putting more people in each building. Yeah. So the theory of have everything be open with uh with one third occupancy or one tenth, I don't give a fuck. Make it where only twenty people can be in academy at a, at a time or five. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever you got to do, and then figure out a system where there's no lines. You got to do buzzers like a restaurant or something. All the restaurants aren't seating people. Borrow Applebee's little buzzer. Fucking give give yeah. it give it to make, make an app academy. Make an app. We'll figure yeah. it out. But no, for real, like, the, the problem I have with the occupancy thing is I'm in line with 100 people to go into Sam's. Yeah. Now, they have the little markers that say stand six feet away from people, and I'm not very paranoid. I still, like, the marker in front of me, I let the guy go to the next one. I was 12 feet from that motherfucker. I was like, yeah. I don't want to get near this dude. Yeah, six feet is not enough. No. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm six foot four, so if I were to trip, I would literally hit You'd... someone's ass with my face. And that's that's have where you, the corona comes from. How many times have you used that excuse to try it out? Eleven? Yeah, you know. Okay, so when bars are open back up, here's what we do. <laughs> I'll be your wingman. I'm going to see a fat ass and I'll trip you. And you slide straight nose through the ass crack and get that booty sweat all over yeah. your nose. That's a good move. No, that, that sounds awful, man. You don't like booty sweat? I, I just don't like girls that hang out at bars. Oh. Yeah. Damn. I know a lot of girls you would not like. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All of them. Actually, what? for real, I only know maybe three or four girls that don't hang out at bars. Like, everybody I tattoo is at bars all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I, I, I have fallen prey to that whole thing where I realized that uh, being at a bar is not a personality uh, now that <laughs> corona has happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shit. Yeah. It's weird. But, um, also, but, with the corona thing, I've noticed, like, this is just Instagram, but I've noticed you're just fucking walking on what appears to be a toe strap yeah. every day. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's all I do. That's that's your new thing. Mm-hmm. And drones. Yeah. You got a drone and a toe strap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so when people are like, man, I'm fucking bored, I guarantee you they have more than a toe strap at their house. <laughs> so I was like, man, this is fucking cool. Like, he's going to have a new skill. So are you going to hit the road and be like a one of those walker dudes for like the Grand Canyon that hangs out with uh, Evil Knievel's kid? Or yeah. Like, no, I, I really want to. So I'm, I'm trying. So it's... Uh, for those wondering what the hell Andrew's talking about, <laughs> um, so I, I picked up slacklining uh, from. There's a name for it. Yeah, it's slacklining. Okay. So tightrope walking, metal cable, very right. tight. Slack rope, or slacklining. Sorry, no, I'm. It's I've like nylon of... or something, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, and, and essentially it's just a toe strap uh, modified, um, specifically. And I, I actually just so mine's 50 feet now, and it's two inches wide, um, but I'm bougie. And I'm poor, so <laughs> so I bought 300 feet of uh, this one-inch wide stuff to uh, hopefully just span across a fucking football field uh, worth of 
acreage at whatever park I could find with trees. Well, no, you can actually do a football field. I, I could. Um, yeah, you need a toe strap for each end, like a yeah. ratchet strap or something. Yeah, because... And then you could do... In, in the middle of it... So it's only 300 feet, so so you would miss that 10 feet to the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd need those goals to come forward. Like I no, could, but if you I got, could do a Canadian football field. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Like this would probably affect the way it wiggles and shit. But if you got like a, a 30 foot toe strap for each side oh, and yeah. ratchet it down, uh, and then you could do something like a fence post to stabilize it. Nobody's using the fucking football field. That's true. Like, uh, or you could you could use cars. You can borrow one of my cars, park a car, and stretch it from the back of your truck to the back of one of my cars. Yeah. Is that too low? Uh, no. Okay. We got yeah. a forerunner. It's yeah, higher than yeah, your truck. Yeah, it is too low. The forerunner's up here. Yeah, because because at three hundred foot of a stretch, you can oh. imagine you're 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 dropping. <laughs> it's gonna look like a banana. Yeah. So I, uh, when I get home tonight, I'm I'm trying out my first uh, just hundred foot line, mm-hmm. just doubling the max that I've done so far, and I expect that to drop. Like I'm gonna have to put about seven feet in the air. For me to be about five inches off the ground in the middle. And do you start in the middle so you can start at the low point? Yeah, or, I will. Okay. okay. I will. Otherwise, I'm new like, at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like get a chair or fucking ladders. Yeah. There, there's ways to mount it from jumping up on it, but I, well, I haven't gotten that far yet. And you said once you get home, I assume you're not doing this at your apartment. <laughs> so like, no, is, it, nice is there little, like a there's like a park near? Yeah. Okay. Well, Fred Bentley Park, just a little trash park. So now all the bitches can show up. Yeah. You just threw it out there. Bitches, if yeah. you need you a man with a man bun that can walk on a rope, it's going to be at the what park? <laughs> at, at Fred Bentley Park. Fred Frederick Bentley Park so, with, with his ding-a-ling out. Like last, last week I was doing it and this, um, this decently attractive blonde girl came over to me and she had her arm in a sling and... Um, <laughs> Did she try your rope out when you were taking a break? A no, no, I haven't let anybody. I haven't let anybody touch my rope. You know. Yeah, if you want, come over. Okay, cool. Yeah. Can um, I bring kids? Yeah. Can they try and fall? And yeah, I'll okay, put it. Cool. I'll put it low enough. Hell yeah, yeah dude. That's anytime. that's a new hobby. Yeah, and oh, and it's super cheap. Like the one that I have, forty bucks, um, is all it cost me. Well, to I mean, get started. It, if my kids tried it and they liked it, we could just do a thing where. Uh, from a fence post because they're not very heavy. Yeah. Uh, fence post to like my back patio, twenty five feet. Yeah. You know, you could uh, probably do an actual ratchet strap. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. have a I, like in my head. I have a it's a three inch wide ratchet strap that I have, and I was like, dude, that would be dope. Hell yeah. Like, and it's something to do, and you just gotta put the dog inside because that motherfucker will get hurt. <laughs> I'm like, is this a game? Let me get under here. Yeah. So That's I stupid. So I was doing this, and a, and a girl comes up and just starts talking to me. And I realized what a piece of shit I am just because this is the first time I've met someone, <laughs> like, outside of a bar. Right. It's weird, right? But, and, like, you know, social distancing. So she stayed far enough away. Um, and and we talked and we had, like, a, a decent conversation, exchanged, exchanged some information. And, uh, and then she left. And I was like, man, this is, like, I'm sober. How the, how the <laughs> fuck did I do that? That's probably how you did it. Like, I'm not behind a bar. People people like sober Jacob more than they like bartenders, I think. I think yeah. people like bartenders for the idea of like, oh, this guy's, uh, you know, he's a bartender. I could probably get him to suck on my lady parts and not tell my yeah, husband. That's and true. Do, yeah. So Ladies. if you need if you need that, too. <laughs> uh, and then after I get out of here, I don't have to talk to him. When yeah. you walk in a tightrope or a stat, what is it called? A slack line. A slack line yeah. at a park. And a girl, did she have an Australian Shepherd with her? 
No. That would have made a great fucking movie if she did. No. And then you become like the world champion slackline runner, <laughs> world record Guinness guy. You're drinking a Guinness while you do it. Yes. You drink a pint of Guinness while you do Red Rock Canyon for starts. We'll start there and then we'll work you up to the grand. Yeah. How, like, Red Rock Canyon's only like 80 feet across in certain parts. Yeah. Um. I, I've been looking into some places in Oklahoma to do it. So don't die. I was just joking. Don't walk no, across Canyon. No, you you harness up and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, okay. you harness up and you have redundancies in your line and a backup line. Um. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things to make it safe. To my knowledge, I, I haven't been able to find an account where anybody's died. Doing oh, okay, this. cool. Yeah. So let's let's say, uh, without you telling me, I'm going to take a guess. You tell me how fucking stupid my idea for how this works is. You you have the line you walk on mm-hmm. and maybe hook like a D-ring or something to the back of a harness that hooks to that that's got like a six-foot drop. And then also have a cable line above you that has slack in it. That's yep. just – is that kind no, of the idea? No cable line above you. Oh. No nothing above you. It is – only below you. So it's like, I mean, well, lead climbing, I guess, is the same concept. You're going to fall really fucking far, but there's no yeah. rocks to hit with what you're doing. So it's actually way safer than lead climbing. Yeah. Like, lead climbing scares the shit out of me. You, sh- you should only fall, like, like before your slack starts getting taken up, you should only fall six feet at most. Right. right? You shouldn't have that much, cause unless you're jumping or things like yeah. that. You don't need that much of a, of a, um, of a leash. Right. To attach to your harness. You just need it to be longer than your legs are to the thing plus a couple feet. Yeah. Yeah. And then with the amount of slack that's actually on the rope, as soon as it goes, it's nice low bounce. Yeah. And I mean, go- I feel like I would enjoy that fall. Like, I mean, yeah. have, have you ever, I'm sure you've been climbing or hiking or uh, rappelling or something. I've done rappelling. So yeah. rappelling ropes are like way more, I'm going to sound so stupid. They're way more uh, rigid. They're not very stretchy. Static. Static. There you yeah. go. And then climbing ropes, I didn't even know there was a difference until my brother got really into climbing. I thought just we'll use this rappelling rope. Yeah. Well, a climbing rope has a shitload of stretch to Dynamic. it. Dynamic. There you go. Yeah. See? I've learned some words. Okay. So <laughs> if you fall and you're top roping, you still fall fucking eight feet no. because just the weight of it stretching out, but it's a fun, it feels good. If you're lead climbing, where for those that are listening that don't know what lead climbing is, you climb to an anchor and you hook into it or you create an anchor, but you're like, you're climbing sometimes 20 feet and then hooking up to the rocks and then climbing more and then hooking up. So you fall, whatever your last anchor is, you're going to fall twice as far as that. No. And you slam into the fucking rocks every time. And people still do that as a hobby. I'm like, dude, you could just top rope it. Just hike to the top. (laughs) Like, I understand it's more fun this way. But that shit's got to be bad for you. Like, how how good of an idea is it to fall 25 feet and slam into rock hard? Yeah, I don't trust. I, 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 <laughs> 25 foot plus stretch. I, I will never rock climb. I just I, know it. I, I just know I'll talk rope all day. Like, yeah. I probably won't now because, I, you know, it's upper body versus weight has... <laughs> Think things have changed. I used to have the same upper body strength, but I weighed 30 pounds less. Yeah. And it was already hard. Um, but yeah, like climbing's really fun if you have, if you're top roping and you know what you're doing and you have somebody belaying you and you trust that person. But if you go fucking top roping with my brothers, like they're going to think it's fucking hilarious to just like leave you there for 10 minutes and tie it to a tree and like, you know, and then you got to figure out how to get back to the thing and you're trying to grab the other side of your rope that they're belaying and pull on it. It's not fun. It's, uh, you should only climb with people that aren't fucking mean. (laughs) I think that's a good rule. Don't climb with assholes. Uh, that's that's for my brothers because they're not going to listen to this. Yeah, because they're against it because there's weed on the cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, Billy probably. But they could still be dicks and drop you in a belay. Yes, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they never did anything to injure me. They just fucked me up a little bit. Not like, okay, injure meaning like scuffed up a little, sometimes. Yeah. Hospitalized, never. My, like, my brothers, as far as climbing goes, they never did anything that was actually dangerous with that. They weren't like fucking reckless assholes. But uh, my brother Billy, for sure, likes to <laughs> fuck with people. <laughs> and like any of his friends, he probably wouldn't do that. It's like me, he's going to fuck with me because I'm okay. his brother. And that's how I developed such a wonderful personality yeah. where I trust everybody. My brother worked at the uh, at the YMCA for a little while and he stole the keys to the little rock wall that they have. Yeah. And belayed me from the oververt uh, section. And I got to the top and then he said, just fall back. And I said, no, fuck you. And he said, just fall back. I'm not going to I'm not gonna drop you. And it's maybe 25 Yeah, feet. it's not very big. I don't know how big And there's racquetball. pads on that one, right? Or yeah. Was it, it was on the racquetball court? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how big is a racquetball? 20 it's, feet probably? Maybe. I mean, it's not uh, – I would say 20 is at the most. Yeah. It's not very tall. Yeah, it's been a while. It was bigger when I was a kid. Yeah, everything was huge when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, when you look at a, a 12-foot ceiling, it's really fucking high. Yeah, it is. Like a 10-foot – the other shop has a 10-foot ceiling. This is whatever standard bullshit Eight, is. Yeah. Eight, yeah. That extra two feet makes a difference. I'm pretty sure it's 20 feet. I don't think it's – because it looks big, but I don't think it's too big. Mm. Anyway, um, he dropped me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have those auto belay things like they do at the real nice gyms with the no. Those things are cheap. Yeah. They're not that expensive. Those things are great, man. Yeah, because like no matter what kind of human error you're dealing with, as long as that thing stays hooked up and the rope is fine, yeah. you're good. And like let's say in one of those scenarios, usually there's padded floors and there's like sometimes there's even like those like foam pit type situations depending on what yeah. you're climbing over. I'd love that. Um, like the ones that have those arches where you go completely upside down and you're trying to hang on this way. Uh, they'll usually have like a foam pit. But the point is you could just grab that rope. Even if your harness wasn't hooked on right, you're not going to die. No. With trusting somebody to hold a rope to top rope, <laughs> it's scary. Mm -mm. But also the cool thing about top rope is if you have a kid and you want them to build confidence and be less scared of it, you can help them without them knowing you helped them. Like yeah. you can just barely take off like three pounds of their weight and it'll make a difference. Oh, yeah. Um, so you just give it a little. I mean, th yeah, three pounds can be. Fucking five percent of their weight. Yeah, can, yeah. We're know. talking about a twenty-five pound, thirty pound, forty pound kid. Like, yeah. I mean, my oldest kid is nine. She weighs like eighty pounds. Jesus. So yeah, she's like this big now. She's, <laughs> she's like a grown up, dude. It's weird. She's like she's not as tall as Brandy. She's at like Brandy's shoulder, but they're less than two years away from sharing clothes. I mean, right now she can probably put on one of Brandy's shirts that's like tied on Brandy, and it'd be barely baggy on her, and she's no. nine. Strange it's man. It's weird. And then the baby's still, like, this big. She's, like, a midget. Now, she's getting taller, but she's still super tiny. Like, uh, 30 pounds, maybe? Yeah. yeah. What, what, if she's, what if she's done growing? That would be cool. <laughs> dude, be like, dude, forever these airlines are going to be cheap as fuck. Be like, oh, yeah, you, yeah. You, you can fly with me anytime, man. You're three. Uh, we're just going to fudge some numbers and shit. And then, like, they're not going to ask for any more ID than her expired passport on a baby. No. Like, she's a ba she's in a stroller, bitch. What are you talking about? It says here she was born in 2016. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was just a few years ago. And it's like, sir, it's 2050. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Look how short she is. She clearly hasn't aged. Like, she's over there with wrinkles and shit. You're like, she laughs a lot. What can I say? Like, what am I supposed to do? She smokes cigarettes, okay? Oh. Uh, like, oh I, this is why we need cameras. I'm pointing at this chair. Make this chair, Mila. You're there you go, baby. Chair child addicted to cigarettes with wrinkles. <laughs> it's, my boy Jacob started me on them bubble gums when I was a young lady. <laughs> I'm, bring, hey kid, you want some I'm bringing it back. 
But for real, when you said bubblegum, you mean bubblegum flavored cigarettes, right? Yeah. Not okay. I was just making sure we weren't. There was no confusion. It's not candy. It's yep. actually a cigarette. Cigarettes taste yeah. like bubblegum. They're fucking delicious. Hmm. Um, I've never had a cigarette. The only reason I would be willing to try one is just to see if it tastes as bad as it smells, because it seems like it would taste yeah. horrible. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't taste great. It doesn't like look like, like it even for even for smokers that um like if you ever get really sick like I had like strep throat mm. throat and uh, yeah like, strep throat yeah strep throat um, strep throat root, and, root beer strep throat like a, a couple of years ago I had walking pneumonia um and shit like that and when you have walking pneumonia is it is it okay to lay down I don't know why they call that I think <laughs> I think that it's just like it feels better. Like I think it's just lesser pneumonia. Uh, where you I, have yeah, the I always thought it was just walk. not debilitating. Yeah, like not yeah. not to where you couldn't walk. Yeah. Um, but during those times, I didn't smoke any cigarettes. So, I, you know, a week of being sick, and then like you feel good enough to go smoke a cigarette, and you're like, yeah, you know, I've done really good. Like this, <laughs> this would be a perfect time to quit, but, you know, cancer. <laughs> I need to find something to eat my body yeah. away. And you and you take your first hit off a cigarette, and you're like, "Holy shit, this tastes bad! Like, yeah. This is fucking awful." Um, see, that's the thing. I, I I've always had a weird question about how people start because I've never got a full blown, straightforward answer except for my neighbor when I was a kid. I was like nine or ten, and I asked my older neighbor that was in the army, "Why do you smoke? Like, what? Why did you start? You know, it's bad for you." Like. And it was apparently a really intelligent question for a kid because he actually answered it instead of going, oh, shut the fuck up, kid. I just smoke cigarettes. But uh, <laughs> that's how everybody talks in he's, all scenarios. That's, that's fucking. <laughs> he's a fucking mobster. He's mad at me. But no, that's like if you ask a dumb question when I was a kid, uh, it wouldn't get an answer. If you ask a smart question, it would get an answer if you weren't around a person with the same last name as you. No. So if I asked an intelligent question to any stranger, they would always answer it. And still to this day, I've never asked a question that was worthy of any Patterson's time. I've never had anybody, <laughs> I mean, ever, Mom, ever. do you love me? <laughs> yeah, she, she does love me. That's uh, a dumb question, Andrew. <laughs> exactly. Leave. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, but no, he said that his mom smoked cigarettes and his mom was not exactly the best at giving him attention. And when he was like 15, he... Asked his mom if he could smoke a cigarette with her. And then oh, ever since then, he would just go out. Every time she smoked, he would go outside and bomb a cigarette until he was old enough to buy his own uh, just for an excuse to sit next to his mom and talk to her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Like that, so that changed my perception of smoking forever. But now I ask a lot of my clients, like, what, what got you started? And they're yeah. like, I don't know, man. I guess I just like... My friends were doing it, so I did it. It's always kind of the same answer. Yeah. But nobody pressured them is usually what I got. It's just like, ah, my friends yeah, were doing it. That's how I started. I started uh, when I worked at the skate park, um, and just everybody smoked, and I started smoking. Right. And uh, my sister uh, – might have been my sister because <laughs> she definitely smoked um, uh, some menthol smooths and uh, – or fancy. like Yeah, the, the, marble, the marble smooths that taste almost like chocolate minty. It's really fucking weird. It's the black with the green. Yeah. Like, all black pack with a green kind of emerald uh, green. No, oh. no, but it, it's okay. That doesn't matter. Um, so I definitely stole an entire pack of her cigarettes. And <laughs> it only takes you a pack, I think, to to really get a tick to the cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. Well, um, that, that's everybody definitely that's like the common thing is they're like, I thought, you know, I'll do this because my friends are doing it. And then they also thought they might quit later. Yeah. And they can't. 
or they can. It's very hard. Yeah. So now, now I've done something for my kind of my mental health with cigarettes, because um, I've, I've went back to rolling my own, uh, like they do in Europe. That's cool. And something about the ritual of it, kind of, kind of feels good because mm-hmm. like uh, when when you go down to like smoke a cigar, people don't judge cigar smokers too much for smoking it. If they're smoking in public, like at a bar, everybody fucking hates them because yeah. c- cigars stink. They're yeah, but if your neighbor's mowing his grass and has a cigar or yeah. he's sitting outside, like, you don't care. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've never thought of a cigar as a bad thing, where yeah. I've always thought of cigarettes as a bad thing, which is weird. Yeah, and, it, it, and I think I think it's because the ritual of it. It's yeah. like, you know, to get a cigar, you have to, like, go out and buy a, a cigar that you like, and you usually buy them, like, one at a time or mix and match, yeah. and it feels like a lot of uh, thought is put into which ones you're going to smoke. Right. Then you have to like care for them, put them in the humidor. <laughs> yeah, and then you water them. Cut sure, it yeah. All, yeah, and then you cut. And there's this way to light it and all this good stuff. And cigar, um, it, like, it, like it's a talking point. Like it's something, you know, you don't have anything to say. You, instead of saying um, yeah, it's a punchline. Yeah, yeah it's a take a take a hit of your cigar. Yeah. Uh, so so on a very small scale, because I'm still addicted to tobacco, um, rolling my cigarettes is is perfect for that because it kind of makes it feel like a little ritual like uh, you know i'm i'm gonna yeah i want to smoke a cigarette but uh, let me just get this out and... does it also slow you down yeah man. like you smoke less because you got to roll one can like, i try to roll a cigarette real quick I've, i can roll a joint i don't yeah. know if with tobacco like yeah. can i borrow this table um yeah how, these, how uh, bad is this gonna be is it is it gonna cost you a lot of money if i waste it no okay no no um these papers are from france how much does that cost Oh, it's 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 only the cost of your moral stability of dealing with anything from France. Oh, okay. Do we need? Yeah. To, I was gonna say, do we need a profit share on this episode where you get half the profits off this episode? Because if you count the mic cost, <laughs> I, pretty, I also have much. filters in my truck, so I roll in filters. Okay. Um, for all my cigarettes, but Which I roll in filters for my joints sometimes because I'm fancy. Um, do you just you pinch some out? What's yeah, pinch some out. All put right. it in. I, I I feel like um. The difference between that and weed is you're going to find you can compress that a this lot is better. very dry compared to weed, too. Yeah. Like, okay. by comparison, weed's, like, sticky and almost, I wouldn't say wet, but it's got a yeah. moisture about it. Yeah, that uh, that tobacco is too dry. I, I left it in my truck for a couple of days. Well, I mean, is tobacco supposed to be like weed where it's all sticky and wonderful? Not sticky, but definitely moist. This is going to be terrible. You're not going to like this cigarette. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awful. But... <laughs> Um, and also that paper is like expert level paper. <laughs> what is fucking levels to this shit? Yeah, man, it's really, it's just really like fucking a raw paper. Yeah, it's it's just super thin and likes to break. Oh, dude, yeah, I I roll with raw papers, so it's not like yeah, this is horrible. This is not gonna even look like a joint. <laughs> You're not gonna smoke this, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and no, I wasn't planning on it. Okay, good. Oh my god, this is fucking ridiculous. All right, so you do this, and this is part of the ritual that I see people do with one hand. Every time I'm in Europe, I watch a motherfucker whip it out while they're on their phone. And yeah. Just... Yeah, and and so the tobacco quality, the loose tobacco quality in Europe is so much fucking better, and it, it does mean a world of difference. I can do it one-handed with, uh, with fresh tobacco from Europe. Okay. But, uh, yeah, American tobacco is all really, really fucking dry. Because they don't sell much of it because people like pre-rolled shit. That's what I thought. But oh. I um, here in town, I, I had a smoke shop start buying this for me. Uh, and they sell it enough to where they get a shipment maybe once a month. And I'll get, I'll get a pack the first day that they get it. And it's still, like, the, dry. Oh, okay. Dry. So yeah. do you think we're getting a different product or do you think it's... Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We're getting a different product. 
Um, Do you think that's a legal thing or just a cheap thing? I don't know, man. Like, like I've smoked uh, like Marlboro Lights. It's my go-to pre-rolled <laughs> cigarette. So bad. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel but, like a fucking moron. Like, no matter where I go, even if I'm rolling my own, I'll still buy a pack of Marlboro Lights and just taste it. Kind of like the McDonald's thing. You have to go to McDonald's in every right. country. Yes, you do. Yeah. That's a weird thing. I'm glad we agree on. Oh, that's a little baby. It might be backwards. Where's the adhesive on this thing? I thought I had it. Uh, you... Oh, yep. It's okay. Here you go. It's back. You can have that. <laughs> we'll put that all back. It's wasted. I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can roll one real okay. fast. Do you want that shitty paper that's no. already been fucked with? No, okay. you licked it. COVID. Uh, yeah. That's the thing about uh, <laughs> every time I, I do a podcast, people show up with weed and uh, and they always want to offer me some. And I'm like, nah, dog, I got my own. You want some? <laughs> sharing shit uh i had one guy uh he he told me coronavirus isn't real uh well he didn't he didn't mean that he meant like it's it's coronavirus again the same coronavirus we've always had he doesn't think it's anything different or to be concerned about he was like it's just like getting the flu sorry that's my fault oh yeah uh he he was basically saying it's just like the flu and he's not worried about it and i was like uh i'm still worried about like if if you got it and then I give it to somebody else, I'm not as worried about me. Yeah. I just want to hug my grandma again. Yeah. <laughs> She's been dead for five years. <laughs> no, I was going to make no. a joke. I was like, I, I don't think I can. But yeah. Uh, so I have a grandma that's still alive and uh, I, yeah, me, me too. she doesn't hug a lot. But my grandma was actually, real sad story, one of the only people I hugged before I was 16. Like I think I've hugged four people before I was 16. Uh and I've wanted to hug everybody. So I went through a really bad hugging phase where I hugged like most of my clients and shit, you know, like bro hug type thing and all that. Yeah. And then everybody thought I wanted to fuck them. And they were cool with it. That was the thing that was really weird. People are very sexual. They're totally fine with having sex with anybody or knowing somebody wants to have sex with them or some type of weird. They like sexual tension. And people think that a hug somehow is sexual. And I can't figure that shit out. Yeah. Like I don't hug Brandy right before I stick it in. I mean, usually that's like I hug her when I'm leaving the house, give everybody a hug and a kiss. Uh, it's kind of the same same mood of hug and kiss for everybody. It's not like I'm, you know, getting all romantic with her. See, that doesn't look too bad, but it doesn't look beautiful. Like, I feel like a filter would make that better. Yeah, a filter yeah. would make it a lot better. So when so. I don't have filters, which usually I don't use filters anymore, I do it use like a, the back of a business card. Like, I'll cut off the edge of a business card and like roll it into like a little thing. Yeah. But uh, I actually bought a big thing of filters and I'm not sure if it's good or bad for my health to have it going through fiberglass. I feel like it's probably not a big deal. Yeah, and you should um, you should be able to get a bunch of different styles of filters. You could just get like straight cotton. Filters. Oh, these are cotton. They are cotton. Yeah. That's what. It, yeah, because my buddy Egypt told me like the we had these tubes that had fiberglass filters. He was like, I don't know, like if you're you're pretty health he, conscious. He thinks or, I'm health conscious because he's only seen me you, eat candy five times. Care about what you put in your body. Yeah, I do, but not to a point that like I mean I ate like we've. At my house, we ate through a whole Sam's thing of cookie dough in the last week. Yeah. So I thought I was eating way more than I was. And this morning, last night at like two in the morning, it was, it had, you know, three inches at the bottom and I was high, I think. So I went and got some. <laughs> and then this morning I was like, well, I'm skipping breakfast and lunch today. So I guess it's okay to have like a little wad of cookie dough as if I need an excuse to eat fucking cookie dough all yeah. day. Uh, it was empty. My daughter had oh, eaten the cookie yeah. dough. 
So we have to watch everybody in the house now and be like, okay, you're not allowed to have snacks outside of your designated 400 fucking snacks per day. Like these kids just eat all the time and they move all the time. So it's like they're burning it, but eventually that habit of constantly putting garbage in your body, like you need to eat fruit all the time if you're eating all the time or eat fucking nuts. Like something that still gives you the same energy as a shitty snack. Uh, But when we keep fruit at the house, it's like it goes pretty quick. Or it doesn't at all. Yeah. It's oh man. Weird. I, I know. I, I I've I've been trying to just buy oranges lately. Just always have oranges because oranges are good. I know that there there's just so much fucking sugar in them, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes me feel good about the amount of sugar I'm eating. But it, it's like you eat like three oranges in a day, or or you know like little halos or something like yeah. that. And you're like, man, that's still a fuck ton of sugar. It's a lot of sugar, but it comes with fiber, yeah. and it, there's no processing done to it, and. Uh, if you eat enough of them, you'll shit so much that all the sugar will be out of your body. Have yeah. you ate so many oranges that you just shit oranges? No. Oh, dude. So you know me. I go hard yeah. on everything I do to a point that's stupid, except podcasting. Clearly, I haven't gone hard enough yet. But uh, <laughs> I went through a phase where I would eat pretty much just like handfuls of oranges. So you know the, the little, you call them halos, the little uh, mandarin oranges or whatever, yeah. the small ones? So we would get those. Those are easy to peel. I'll just peel it off, you know, fucking eat two, three bites, the whole thing's gone. And I didn't realize that I had eaten like 10 of those bitches in one day. And I shit, and I shit you not, it looked like somebody (laughs) just put oranges in a blender and poured it out in the toilet. Oh, yeah. I've done the same thing with salad, and I've done the same thing with corn. Uh, It's just because I had been intermittent fasting, and I ate corn and something else. I had It was a bad meal. But all that was in my system was corn and something else, and the corn came out first, and it was just like, it looked like somebody just got a can of corn and dumped it in the fucking toilet. But the point is, whatever I eat, I usually go a little too – like when Brandy and the kids went to Tennessee, I did less than two grams of sugar per day. The reason for less than two is because I wanted 1.5 grams of sugar so I could have half an edible every day, and they had two, three grams of sugar. <laughs> they had three grams of sugar in the edibles, so I cut them in half. And that was my sugar for the day, was 1.5-ish. So I'm saying under two because I'm cutting something in half and we don't know exactly what half is. But around 1.5 grams of sugar per day. And I felt fucking phenomenal after day two until day four. And then on day four, I got cold sweats, started shaking. Like I could feel my body going, you need sugar, bitch. And it wasn't my – Did you have any sugar in the form of carbs or anything? No. 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 So it was – my whole diet was – well – Maybe from uh, – so on days I didn't have edibles, I would allow myself like a one slice of cheese with some eggs. No. So there could – there's no carbs in eggs, right? No. Okay. So eggs, green vegetables, no vegetables that are not green or whitish clear like onions, peppers, things like that. Uh, onions, peppers, and then green vegetables. No. Uh, and then probably three slices of cheese the whole week. Um, and those – I think I looked it up. I think it was about a gram of sugar per slice of cheese. Um, and salad. Um, and then a few times I would have the salad with ranch, which had like some level of carbs to it. Yeah. It was solid. It wasn't bad. And I didn't yeah. very, like, so it's real hard to trace how much was in the ranch. Um, so on the days that I had a salad with ranch, I would only have eggs with salt and pepper. No, no veggies, just in case some of the veggies had something I didn't know. No sugar, no edibles, no, you know, nothing. And I did that for a week and I lost 11 pounds and I, I had one day where I felt like shit. And then my body adapted, and then I felt fucking great. And they God. came back, <laughs> and then I ate like shit because they were like, "You want to go to Kudo?" And I was like, "Of course I want to go to Kudo and eat some fried rice." And then I had diarrhea for 
two months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My body's still trying to figure it out. I was like, damn, I went hard. Oh, man. And then um, I had a girl message me, and it's, you know the thing where girls know when, well, you're not married. Uh, girls, know when, <laughs> girls know when your wife's out of town. And this girl messaged me, and YWD always means I'm trying to be a hoe. I didn't know yeah. that until really recently. Yeah, yeah. So it's, for those of you that don't know, that's a short version of what are you doing. And I said, uh, I just woke up and realized I've lost 11 pounds in five days. And she was like, you can't do that. That's terrible. You're going to kill yourself. This is a terrible idea. What did you do? I was like, I just haven't been eating sugar. And she's like, oh, that's worse. You have to have sugar. I was like, oh, my God. People are fucking, like, first off, let's say I went on an only sugar diet. Yeah. Would I get praise? No. You, everybody <laughs> would just know that you're a vegetarian. Well, yeah, that's what it is. It's a carb diet. Yeah. It's like people are like, so I could never eat no meat. Bitch, go to Texas Roadhouse. Just have the rolls. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, all it's you're going to do. super easy, man. Yeah, I I I'm in love with sugar. Like it's good stuff. I absolutely love it, and I I love it for the reasons that you should. I think sometimes, like uh, <laughs> like what's what your reason you to love sugar? You can't have judgment on that. I do. No, it's I judge you. Just long distance hiking. You you hike for eighteen, twenty two, twenty five miles in a day. Oh yeah. Like just a fucking candy bar. Is it, it gives like you cannot realize how much your body needs what's in that candy yeah, bar. Yeah, it blows my until mind. You've completely lost it. And and like okay, if you did that, let's say you did what I do, where you hike for three or four hours. This is like a a, a hike to you. Yeah. Then there's no reason you would need sugar yeah. or candy. I mean, I still eat sugar. I'm not. If anybody's out there saying this motherfucker is a health nut, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I wish I was. I do eat a lot of sugar. But if you're hiking that long, yeah, like a fucking Snickers. Yeah, is loaded man. with sugar. It's got a little protein in it. It's really like compared to a lot of the fucking like I don't know about Cliff specifically, but a lot of those bars are the same thing as fucking Snickers. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're candy bars. They're worse yeah. than that. Yeah, a lot of them are really bad for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I could see that working for that. Um. I like sugar because I didn't have food that didn't have sugar in it until I was a grown up. No. Yeah. Uh. We kind of all. Are we gonna I circle think... back to hugs? No. Okay. But like we're everybody our age, pretty much, unless you is that weird kid that like, I don't know. I only remember like one weird kid that ate healthy when I was a kid. But it was all fucking you know Kool Aid, soda, hot dogs, yeah. mac and cheese, whatever. Um, so I just got used to it. It's like it's just one of those things. I I just you know I'm used to having sugar. So when I take a break from it, this was the first time I'd ever done no sugar. I've done no processed sugar for like a month. I did yeah. like fruit being my only source of sugar. That's a lie. I did fruit and then one coffee a week that had whatever the fuck I wanted in that coffee. And the rest of my coffee had to be black or black with milk. So yeah. there was sugar in the milk too. But no no straight up processed sugar added to things. No candy. No no things that contain processed sugar. No carbs um, in the form of like bread and things. But still carbs in the form of uh, fruit and vegetables. There's yeah. like vegetables that had some carbs and shit I guess. Yeah. But I went through all of it and I was like this is a great idea. And that was easy because I still had sugar. My body just processed it different. No sugar fucked me up and I loved it. It was the best. Like I, I would it. I would love to try to do a year with no sugar. I don't know how my kids would take it. Because <laughs> it's like they'd be like dad is try that, this. Is like, that how it works? If, if, Mila if... feeds me. Yeah. Yeah, and she gets she, it really hurts her feelings if I don't let her put something in my mouth. So that <laughs> sounds yeah. like it hurts my feelings when Brandy <laughs> doesn't let me put something in her mouth. It's a really weird, but no. Um, 
what I'm saying is, uh, if it's chicken, she understands because she's never seen me eat chicken. No. But if it's like a piece of a cupcake, she's seen me do it before. So now when I tell her, no, right now I'm not eating cupcakes. You son of like, a bitch, you've changed. She gets so oh. mad. Oh. She gets real, and it's like, with kids, like, it's okay to piss them off sometimes. It's actually yeah. good for them. There's certain times you just got to pick your battles. It's like, she's going to have a problem with the fact that there's no no gymnastics this week. And the fact that I'm not going to push her on the swing for more than six hours because that's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. How, once you hit an hour on a swing, it's ridiculous. Have you hit that? We've gone over an hour. Yeah. 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 One time Brandy was doing a massage. I pushed Milo on the swing the whole fucking time. It was an hour and a half. And then Brandy got a massage. From the girl, they were trading massages, and I pushed Milo on the swing some of the time she was getting a massage. That's another hour. I was like, oh, this is fucking ridiculous. I got to go do something. And then I went and drove for Bite Squad, did one delivery, made like $4. It was great. Uh, the point is, yes, she will have you push her on the swing all day, and eventually you have to tell them no. You can't, yeah. you can't give kids everything they want. So she already has about four or five uh, what I would call tragedies every day. I can't yeah. make it seven. <laughs> like, like, dude, she legitimately gets heartbroken from the dumbest shit. You'll be like, all right, uh, no, I, I've i already watched that part of Frozen. Please, can we watch it again? Like, oh, yeah. just... how, how, how do you think kids are wired that they can that they can watch things that many times? Like, I, I could do it when I was 18, 19 with Smokey and the Bandit, but how, <laughs> how many times... Can a kid watch Frozen? Uh, uh, Mila could watch Frozen every t- three times a day if you let her. Really? For since Frozen Two came out until now, for sure. Jesus. Like right now, we let her watch. Like in the morning, she usually watches one of the Frozen movies. She doesn't watch the whole thing. She's kind of there. She'll tell me what part to start it on. Sometimes no. she'll be like, "Can you start it on the part where he says I'm a chicken with the face of a monkey?" And then I'll be like, "Yeah, no problem. That's what happened this morning." And then I'll, I, I hung out with her. Usually, like, now I, it sounds like I'm a terrible parent, but I fucking hate Frozen at this point, so I actually don't spend much time watching shows with her anymore unless it's, like, we all watch How It's Made or we all watch something else, and we, like, I kind of force that, and they actually like it. I go, like, hey, I don't yeah. want to watch Frozen. I don't really want to watch Liv and Maddie. What if we do this? The big kids like Liv and Maddie. Your mom and I like Psych, and I like uh, whatever show. And then So the other day we watched Even Stevens. You remember that show? Oh, yeah. We watched an episode of Even Stevens, an episode and a half of How It's Made, because there was one thing I wanted to show the kids how armored cars are made. And then we <laughs> we watched we watched an episode of, uh, of something else, and it kind of like, I can't remember what all we watched, but the point is, it was like the time you would watch a movie, but we all got to do something we enjoyed. We yeah. all got to pick. And they really like that, so I feel like that's way better than picking out a movie and doing dumb shit. Yeah, like, see, this this is why I couldn't be a I couldn't be a dad. There's cause... a lot of balancing. It's horrible because there'd be one TV in the house, <laughs> and, and yours. it would it would be on how it's made. Yeah, how it's made's the shit, right? Just it's just it's the corona at you. I'm sorry. Best thing to ever come out of Canada. It's it's and great. and I fucking mean that. What about Drake? Uh-huh. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is better Canadian than Drake. Canadian bacon. That's just ham. Uh, Naked Weather Girl Probably started in Europe Damn it, you're right Yeah, I could have The guy I did a podcast with yesterday He, oh shit, he was actually born in America We touched on that He could be the president Ooh, he could, couldn't he? Yeah Anyway, yeah So, if we would let her though She would watch it three times a day She would watch Frozen 1 And then Frozen 2 And then Frozen 1 again Yeah I bet that would go on How long ago did Frozen come out? Around Christmas? 
I you're grown up. Like the most non offensive way to say <laughs> that not only do I not know But I don't care at all. <laughs> but I, I don't yeah, have to care. I feel like it's been like four or five months since it came out. And, and in the in the last four or five months, uh her love for Frozen has not changed. Uh or if it has changed, it's just gotten more love for Frozen. Uh, and I don't know, like, I've been trying to figure out the psychology behind it way too much. I probably shouldn't think about it that much. But, like, I can't watch the same movie over and over. I can watch a show where each episode has the same characters and it's different. Like, I'm, I'm re-watching yeah. Psych again. Like, I love that show. I make I, a lot of noise. I did watch 1917 in theaters uh, seven times. Okay, that's weird. What's yeah. 1917 about? Uh, how if I know? No, no, it's a, <laughs> I was like, you watched it? Who were you fucking in the a, movie theater? It's a, it's just a, a movie about a couple guys that need to go get them things done in World War One. Okay. And, uh, and they do it. And, and it's, it, it's Battle Through the Trenches, just, yeah. uh, the best movie of the year that won by, or it, it, it was runner up to that one fucking Korean movie that I haven't seen. And, uh. Korean movie? Pandemic. No, Parasite. 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 See, okay. I haven't seen it either. Is no. it? Is it about this? Is it about the coronavirus? I think so. Okay, cool. I, I can only assume. I'm just guessing. But that's why it won. But yeah. No. What does it win? What do movies win now? Movie like uh, Golden Globes and shit. Or I don't know. Something? All I know is I said that uh, whenever I saw the movie 1917, and it's really hard to describe because it's unlike any other movie you've ever seen ever. Whenever, whenever I watched it, I, I told myself that I would go and meet anybody who's ever made a movie before and let them know that they did it wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, uh, Judd Apatow or whatever the fuck your name is. Hi, yeah. nice to meet you. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Locked up was stupid. This is wonderful. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, a good – you should make that your new life's work. Honestly, Walk on man. the slack line and do that. It's been so difficult trying to figure out what to do with my life right now. Like this is the only point where I I understand Corona babies because I just want a kid right now just to (laughs) occupy my time. I don't think you do. You want to borrow one? No. Okay. Dude, like for real, Mila will occupy the fuck out of your time. I don't want one that can already talk. They all talk. The babies, they just scream. You want them to talk. Trust me. You want them – you don't want them to know how to use all the words, but you want them to be able to tell you what they want. No. Like the sweet spot is when they can talk. But they can't articulate too much. <laughs> like they can be like, bottle, please. That's it. You no. don't want them saying hungry is cool. But eh, once they start really getting inquisitive, it's adorable for the first seven, eight, nine hours of answering questions. After about nine hours of answering questions, you'll get real tired of it. And then, <laughs> and then uh, they don't sleep, man. They sleep like five hours a night because they're not getting enough exercise. Like, they ride bikes for probably – I bet they're on their bikes at least two hours a day. Yeah. They're running at least an hour a day. Asher's bouncing, literally bouncing off the walls now. It's fucking hilarious. He just – he'll be in his room by himself watching a show and get bored. And then you'll just hear banging and he'll be, like, running from his bed and, like, doing parkour in his fucking room and shit. And I'm like, dude, parkour. we got to get outside, man. How old's he, Asher now? Uh, He's six. Shit. Yeah, he's fun. Oh. He's at a good age. Uh. He's not old enough to think I'm a moron, and he's not young enough to not be able to do fun shit. So when, when do you start thinking that your dad's a moron? When you're when? eight. Really? I don't know. I thought my I dad thought was. My... I thought my dad was really smart most of my life. I think. 
Yeah. I'm only just starting to realize he is, like, not smart now. <laughs> I don't know, man. Your dad's it's... cool. I like your dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> like, I like him. I keep he's him not, like, a genius. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, most people aren't. I, it's, I don't think it's a good thing to be a genius. As we were talking, I forgot who I was talking to the other day, but we were talking about, like, how there's a necessity for ignorant people that are good at other things. Oh, the uh, Alex, he was in the army, and we were talking about Marines, and, like, like, with all respect we could to Marines, like, most Marines I've met, they're the most athletic and not smart people that I've met. Yeah. And then occasionally you'll run into one that's both. Judah Tigan shot his finger off. Yes, you know yeah. Judah. I forgot you yeah. know Judah. <laughs> like, he, was, he was a Marine that came home and then shot his pinky off on accident. Yeah. And uh, what's funny, uh, guy, this guy was in the Army before. Same gun, Springfield XD-45. Yeah. Uh, the guy that drives the Mac or Matco truck, I can't remember which, but one of the tool trucks that came to Billingsley shot, I think it was his ring finger or middle finger off, but what they ended up doing is they scooted they scooted one of his fingers over so he has three that are even, so he's like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> And uh, he was also in the military for a good amount of time. The Marines? No, he was Army. But the point is, like, these guys had a job that your job requires you learning how to shoot a gun. Yeah. We have jobs where we don't. Let's count fingers real quick. I have a lot. It's weird. Yeah, I have. 11. How many are you supposed (laughs) to have? Like, this is too many fingers. Dude, if I was a lesbian, I'd be a fucking big deal. I've only had one I had one negligent discharge with my nose in a gaunt when I was pig hunting at night. And where's some wood? Like I oh well I here we go. Yeah. I I have not. Oh shit, there's a table right in front of you. No. Yeah, I have not. Yet. Um yeah. And it's fucking terrifying to, oh, for sure. to, to, to to be holding a gun <laughs> and then like you don't expect to hear that noise of yeah. the gun going off. Yeah. Which for those of you who've never shot a gun, <laughs> it's loud. It's not quiet. <laughs> and then also a Mosin a gun's not a good example of a quiet gun. It's like the loudest fucking gun I've ever shot. Like it's those, so fucking loud. Man, what is it? Seven six two by fifty four. Okay, so it's like a bigger yeah. AK. Okay, seven six two by thirty nine is a AK. AK yeah. Seven six two by fifty four. Fifty four is okay. Yeah, this is a big ass round. It's very loud. Yeah. And they're not comparable to a three hundred eight. And but they're also not like if you get like a Savage three hundred eight or something. It's, it's not as loud because that barrel's fucking monstrous and and yeah. it's put together where the the bolt seals really good. Those Mosin Nagants, they're just kind of noisy. Yeah, they're, they're just great guns though. Thrown together for a hundred dollars yeah. at a gun show, it's the best shit ever. Oh no, man, they're like two hundred fifty now. Oh, remember when they used to yeah. be a hundred and fifty in a big ass? There would be a crate and you just pick one. Just right at the front of the gun yeah, show every time. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been to a gun show in a while. Like I, I take Asher occasionally to one, but. It's like when it's twenty dollars to get in, and I know I'm just looking. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I do. I other than, I mean, I went and I, I, I during this whole pandemic thing, uh, specifically whenever the curfew started, I went and I borrowed one of my brother's guns because um, I only have long guns at the house. Yeah. So, but so I, I, I just wanted a, a pistol, and um, so I went and borrowed one of his. But I never shot it, so I took it to the range um, to learn how to shoot again. <laughs> Just with this, yeah. This just so un- you're familiar with it, yeah, yeah. Unfamiliar platform, and um, God, that was the first time that I actually shot, and so <laughs> it, it it had been almost like two years, I think. And last um, time you shot was on accident, so that doesn't even count. Oh, that no, that was that, <laughs> that was years and years ago. No, but I mean, uh, yeah, like I try not to go more than six months without shooting a gun. Usually, I try to shoot. I used to shoot every month. Yeah. Now it's getting closer to like every two or three, but. Uh, the 
before they shut everything down, like actually it was the day they said we can't tattoo anymore. I was in Shawnee at one of my friend's house with a bunch of guns. And I texted him the night before. I was like, what all do you want to shoot? He's like, I don't care. Bring whatever. And I was like, I sent him pictures of my kitchen table just covered in guns. And he was like, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. One of those. And I was like, for real, like, what haven't you shot? No. And he's like, everything. I like, I've shot some guns, but like, I was like, no, I, I just, I'm trying to bring something cool. Cause I'm not going to bring all of them. I ended up just bringing a shitload of 22s and like a couple cool guns. No. Um, do you have an FAL by any chance? What's AL? FAL. FAL? Oh, no, no. I, man, I thought about doing a suppressor with a tax stamp um, and seeing how I felt about that. And just the process of that and looking into the paperwork and talking about it and then justifying the expense for something that I'm going to run out of interest in by the time it comes in. Yeah. And the, like, extra government in my shit thing made me feel weird. Especially, like, I think you should either have suppressors or grow weed but not do both. That's another, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I know a guy that has both. Does that, does that uh I know I, I know that when the when the legalization of weed became a thing in Oklahoma. Oh uh, yeah. No one cares. No. They what it was initially, and I'm gonna butcher this because my law degree expired last week. Mm. So um they said when you get your carry permit, you're agreeing with the federal government that you're not going to go have any illicit substances on you or consume them uh and that you're not going to be intoxicated while in possession of a firearm and all of these things and no. they know full well somebody's at least gonna have a car with a gun in it when they're tipsy and their wife's driving them home and you know shit like that they're not really that worried about it, i don't think but you're agreeing to never be intoxicated and to never have any type of illicit substances that yeah. are federally illegal and weed is still federally illegal so what they were saying is if you have a carry permit and a weed card and you carry the gun and you carry the weed, you're perjuring yourself. And I was like, okay, but is it illegal to have both? Because I was going to not get my weed card and just break the law on that. Because yeah. you, you pick or choose, I'd rather have a fucking carry permit. Um, I don't think I'm going to go to prison for a long time for discharging a joint. I do think I might for discharging a fucking gun into somebody's head when they're robbing me. I don't know the laws everywhere. Pretty sure the carry permit's going to make court go smoother. Difference between blowing a shotgun and... <laughs> and shotgun and some blow? No? Or cocaine again? Uh, can you shotgun cocaine? Could you, like, put it in a straw and... <laughs> <laughs> like like, like the bu- fucking neti pots? Yes! <laughs> just shoot. I, I imagine Charlie Sheen's tried it once. Um, the point is, uh, that was the initial concern. They went back and forth on state law, set a bunch of different shit. Now you don't even need a carry permit anyway, which yeah. is kind of silly. I feel like I wasted my money uh, twice because yeah. renewals. Um, I've done the classes twice, but never gotten the permit. I did the class, got the permit, five years, renewed it, and right. it'll expire without a use. Um, so, which I mean, I think that's the way it should be. I think if you can buy a gun, you should legally be able to take it places with you. But the point is, if I had to pick one, I would always pick the gun over weed because I can't, I mean, I can protect myself from being stressed the fuck out with weed, but I can't protect my kids from shit except my bad attitude. So weed only helps me, (laughs) weed only helps me be nice. It doesn't help them stay alive. Uh, so it was a huge issue. Everybody talked about it. I had people tell me, you know, you're going to go to prison if you have a carry permit and and if you just file for the weed card. And I was like, no, you're not. They're not going to fucking come to your house and arrest you because you have a carry permit. And uh, most of the guys that have grows, most of the guys that own dispensaries, and 
most of the guys that are delivering have a fucking gun on them all the time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like anybody gives a fuck. Also, we're talking about federal law doesn't really restrict anything with firearms as far as carrying goes that I know of. I think federally you can do whatever oh, you yeah. want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Federally, and, this is still America. And then when federally, it, when it comes to <laughs> yeah, federally, this is not America when it comes to weed. Yeah. And uh, we have no fucking freedoms when it comes to weed federally. But I highly doubt that it's in anybody's, like anybody in charge of the fucking DEA or FBI or anything has an idea that they should go bust people for having a joint or or even a pound. Yeah. They might, you know, the people that are smuggling massive amounts from other countries or have like those huge... A lot of the grows in Humboldt County are still fucking illegal, and and some of them are cartel owned. I don't uh, know. I don't. I don't know. Humboldt County's like the the grow mecca of America. It's in uh, California. It's like uh, the weather's kind of like here. It's like uh, man, I'm gonna fuck it up. I think it's Northern California, but it's like very rainy, but not too bad, and it's like perfect weather for growing weed though. And some of the best weed farms in the United States are there. But also in California and in Texas, the cartel has been coming over. Uh, and growing on the U.S. soil because it's less of a problem to get busted with it here than it is to get busted <laughs> transporting it. So they just oh, started, yeah. yeah, they started growing when they lightened the sentencing down to misdemeanor for pretty much everything in weed in California. Oh. They started making huge grows in California. So, like, you can get shitty weed with pesticides all over it from the cartel that was grown right here on U.S. soil. God bless America. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, they're fucking up the, uh, they're fucking up the wildlife pretty good because they're growing in places like, you know, wildlife reserves and shit that they're not, just wherever the fuck they feel like it. And they're, some of their shit's getting washed into streams and being carried down to where the animals drink and killing animals and all kinds of, there's like more oh, of an yeah. environmental concern than anything else with that yeah. now. Because they're not exactly, um... Ethical? Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, vegan. No, uh, they're not, or, they're not organic. Yeah. They're not... There's no compost tea being made. They're like, what chemicals make this shit profitable? That's yeah. their goal. Um, so anything that the the idea is, let's see how much money we can make, and everything else is second to that. Usually, the quality of the person's health consuming it goes downhill pretty yeah. quick. I mean, but back to Snickers, we both like a good Snickers from for a hike, right? Snickers, man. Snickers is good. Yeah, the cartel has been growing some of the best Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, out of out of Hershey, Pennsylvania, yeah. Hershey County, uh, the cartel is coming down from Canada. Well, what's the difference between the cartel and and Hershey? I mean, that's a valid fucking point, <laughs> dude. I would I'll... say bravado is a word that I want to use <laughs> yeah. right now. I don't know why that's the word you're using. What does bravado mean? Let's look up the like in your head. Let's look up the definition in the in the mirror head dictionary. I don't know. I always use bravado and stoic. Um, even though I know that they're the opposite of each other, I don't know. I always think one is more like, mm-hmm. Ooh, mm. don't catch me lying. I don't am like I, am I allowed to dictionary this? Yeah, we can, can dictionary I? it. Here, okay. wait, wait, hold on. What was the word? Bravado? bravado. Yeah. What does bravado mean? Bravado means a bold manner or a show of boldness intended to impress or intimidate. Yeah. That's yeah. a good definition for the cartels that got a little more, a little less Hershey. Pretty bold about their shit. Yeah, I mean, you could also say Hershey's pretty bold because they're on TV. I I was thinking Hershey was the was the one. Yeah. Well, then see, and then what's the other word? 
Oh, stoic, but that's like not showing emotion. I know oh. that one. Okay, that's I you. I use that one a lot more. That's you. You're very stoic. Yeah. Also, I just realized it's 3.30, and that's about the time we need to be wrapping this up. So, Boom. Let's yeah. wrap it up. So we ran it a little longer than I planned, which is good. Uh, we talked about traveling, podcasting, uh, oral sex, anal sex, no vaginal sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not in. I ain't going to hell like that. <laughs> I ain't going to hell for Nuh-uh. a Gucci. All right. Anything you want to add for the people of COVID-19 universe? No, man. If you guys ever get bored, check Start me out static on, lining. On, on the internet. Yeah. What's your thing? What's your, uh, what do they call it? Not a handle anymore. Your username. My my username on everything is Jacob A-M-O-K. Jacob A-M-O-K? Yeah. A-M-O-K. Aaron Muirhead, Oklahoma. Oh. You can find me anywhere. Aaron Muirhead. Oh, that's your, okay. Yeah. So your middle name's Aaron. Last yeah. name Muirhead. First name Jacob. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Jake. Correct. Nobody calls you Jake. Do you have any nicknames? No. Can we call you uh, Slackliney? Yeah, I guess. I. Uh, I mean, what about uh, Walker Texas Line? <laughs> like that's not funny at all. Thank you for laughing. I appreciate it. It was awful. <laughs> I'm laughing at you. Okay, cool. Good. Anyway, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, also, I I try to this should I in the podcast include that it really does help me if people give this a rating. Why do you like it? Oh, shit. What's up, Siri? But uh, I feel like it's always desperate when people are like, hey, I got a Patreon account. I got this. You can donate. You can do that. Do you know all my... So buy buy candles. Yeah. Buy candles. Give me a fucking rating on Apple, especially if you liked it. If you don't like it, you shouldn't be listening at this point. Yeah. Uh, But buy candles from uh, Pebblebrook Cottage, for real. They're great. If you've made it this far, don't be a piece of shit. Put in a little bit more fucking effort and... Add a rating. And maybe a review. (laughs) It's just got ratings. There's no reviews. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day.